from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you this is Roz. Yes. And Mocha. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. Is this Selena Gomez? The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carter. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Roz on Mocha. My boys, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz, you're welcome. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That's amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I don't have the kind of attachment to my phone that a lot of people have. Okay. You know what I mean? And even the stuff on it. Like, I, we've talked about this before. Like, because if, you don't know where to find anything. No, because, but if all my pictures went away, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I don't, like, the Catherine has all that stuff, right? Like, the pictures on my phone, if I lost them all, it's fine. Like, I'm, I would get over it. Where you would be crushed because you Absolutely. have all that stuff. I'm just reading this story about the uh, Wyoming toilet guy. What? So, sorry, Montana, my bad. Not Wyoming, Montana. Oh, the Montana toilet guy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> okay. sorry. I know. What I didn't mean to be so confusing. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess what happened was they have these things called pit toilets, which is very much like an outhouse, uh-huh. right? Like, but only it's like a porta potty, but only it, it's not contained within the unit. It's it's a box that they is in the middle of nowhere. And mm-hmm. then there's a, just a, a hole in the ground, oh. like a giant pit that's like lined with some sort of, and it you just know, seeps concrete. into the dirt? No, it's like lined with like some sort of like concrete or whatever. And then okay. I guess they come and suck it out every now and then or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, but the Montana toilet guy, I guess what happened was is that he went in there mm-hmm. and to go and it's just like a hole in the ground, right? Uh-huh. Like there's no toilet. It's a hole in the ground uh-huh. that I guess you squat over. And what happened was is that he dropped his phone in there. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Now, at that point, you have to make a life decision. Okay? You have to make a life decision at that point. Yeah. And he was alone. Okay. As well. Yeah. Okay? So imagine you're oh. out in the middle of nowhere in Montana. Uh-huh. If something goes wrong, you need to get a hold of someone. Yes. Your phone is now in the toilet hole in the ground. Can you see it? No, you can't. Okay. You cannot see it. <laughs> okay, would it, would it so work? so what do you do at this point? Okay, what do you do at this point? Me, I walk right out of there like it's nothing. I forget about it. I've written everything off by the time I close the door behind me. Yeah, that phone is gone forever. So, what do you do, Mocha? Okay. See, all my stuff is in the cloud, so I can go just go get a new phone and just everything's there. back on my phone. Okay, yeah. But you are in the middle of nowhere. I'd leave it. I'd have to leave it. You would it. leave it. Shem, yeah. oh. you do what? Uh, firstly, I'd pray. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and obviously, oh. when that doesn't work, <laughs> it always works, Roz. Um, okay, so what do you do? I might go digging. Okay. Ah! Okay. Uh, oh uh, 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 Maury, what do you do? Oh, I absolutely go for my phone. You go for your phone. Absolutely. Because okay. oh. I wouldn't want any, first of all, I want my phone back, but I don't want anyone else to see a phone and find stuff on there. Right. Deepa? I would also go digging You for would my go phone. digging. Oh, okay. Man. So, I would. Yeah. So okay. Now, now, would you reach down with one arm and go digging around? No, you have to do two. What? Why? No Why way. can't you do one? Because the hole is deep. No, but it's, couldn't you get a shopping bag? It's deep. So what this guy did, okay, so now we all know what y'all would do, okay? Mm-hmm. Let me ask you if you would do what this guy did. 
So again, this guy goes into a, he's in a Montana, um, like outdoor, out in the middle of nowhere, there's a toilet hole, which is like an outhouse with a pit in the ground. Yeah. Montana toilet guy takes off all his clothes. No! Oh my God. Okay? <laughs> no! Montana guy takes off all his clothes. Yeah. Climbs down no. inside. No, 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 no. Yeah. no! Gets stuck. No! Oh. <laughs> Was not found until the next day. No! Oh, no. Never found his phone. Oh, <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Yo, Noel, it's Roz and Mocha. Hey, how's it going? Good, buddy. Is it Noel or Noel? Noel. Like okay. Christmas. Noel. Uh, listen to this, guys. Got this incredible note from Noel. Okay, mm-hmm. this is about Stranger Things, by the way. The note reads like this: "It's Noel. I would love to hear your opinion on this. After Razamoka kept talking about Stranger Things for the past four years, I finally decided to watch it and couldn't stop until I finished the entire series. There you go. After watching it, I have decided to link you guys to characters from the show. Okay. Oh, Roz. Yeah." From everything he said, he's definitely Steve. Roz has the hair and used to be the playboy in high school. Still is. <laughs> Thank you, Warren. Mocha. Yeah. If Roz is Steve, Mocha is 100% Dustin. <laughs> That's all right. Dustin's cool, man. I like Dustin. Just like the Roz and Mocha show, Steve and Dustin are the show. So easy choice. Maury. Yeah. We all guessed it. He's Will. Oh. Oh. Just my birthday. Just makes every situation weird, and people forget his birthday. Oh my god! He's he's a needed character, but annoying at the same time. Yeah. God damn. Wow. Shem. Oh no. Oh man. Shem is Lucas, not just because he's black, oh. or because Luke. Hold on. That's exactly what. Lucas, not just because he's black or because Lucas got dumped by Max and is all alone. (laughs) Spoiler alert. But from a few times, Shem has talked about his family. I see a good-hearted family and brother-sister rivalry. Okay. Deepa. Oh, Lord. All right. No, Deepa, you're not 11. I say from what Deepa has said about herself in high school, she's 100% Susie. And I also don't think Susie has a house key either. <laughs> Burn. Savage. Susie? Susie is uh, Dustin's, Dustin's nerdy girlfriend ah. that lives across the way. Hey! Doesn't deserve in that the, reaction. In the controlling household. You, you toss Susie? <laughs> I like Susie. I'll and take then it. Uh, Noel says, but overall, you guys are the best radio show in Canada. Uh, oh, Noel, wow. we had to get you on the phone for this because Susie. this was just incredible. Thank you so much. Did you uh, at least enjoy Stranger Things when you watched the series? Oh, man. I'm just upset because after I started watching it, Roz goes, there's a fifth season. I'm like, oh, no. Now I got to wait two years, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Welcome to the club. I enjoyed it, man. I, it was one of the best series out right now, right. for sure. Well written. So, how far into watching the uh, the show did you come up with your 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 list of comparisons here? I started season one. At season one, I had Roz's mic because Will's all over Mike, right? So, at, uh, as soon as I started watching season three, and and Robin, I see Robin's line got me like, "He's the." When Robin said, "How many kids are you friends with?" I'm like, "Roz, 
the oldest guy in the show. You guys are posing. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Incredible. Noel, we are sending Great. you so much love, bro. Thank you for this. No problem, man. Have and, a good one, guys. And, and thank you for listening to the Raza Mocha Show. No problem. Hey, can I, can I um, leave off with a joke to Maury? Yeah. Mocha, get the 911 ready, okay? All right. Oh, no. What goes up and never comes down? Your age. No, your weight. Oh! Oh! Snap! Wow, wow. Maury would rather no, be no. in the upside down right now I with Vecna. <laughs> just gonna say the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. We got a real fun text that came through uh, from SR Photography. Okay. Mm-hmm. When will Roz have to write his, quote, Guyanese citizenship oh, test? Oh, damn. Will there be a verbal component to the test where he has to make a Guyanese <laughs> sentence using all the words that he's learned? Accent is optional, but I think everyone can increase. <laughs> Bonus points will be given for any attempt he makes. I can't do... Should be mandatory. I can't do accents. Why? No, no, what no. What if we give you no, the pass? No, 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 no. no, no, no. Give pass. No, no, I'm not... Uh, we get a pass, man. I'm not... I'm not... I'm not... I'm not, I'm not Chet Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> All right? But you could be. Okay, yes, that right? could you be don't the goal. Be, you don't want to be Shabaraz? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you guys are uh, so the way so I you guys always give me these sort of like Guyanese uh slang words that yeah. I have to try and figure out what the hell they are and mm. we've done it a whole bunch of times. Um and so the the question was can I use them all properly yes. and sort of like in a sentence kind of thing, right? So that if that's the task, I, I, I've prepared something. Yes. Okay. So you let me know. Okay. Uh-huh. Stop laughing. Do you, do you want to go through just quickly um, some of the words? Just say what the words no. are? Oh, no. Oh, you're just going no. straight We up. can do that after. Oh, let okay. me Let me do this first. Go. Okay. Let me do this first, and then we can come back and we can discuss. All okay. All right. Bye. Okay. 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 Let me go. Let me gaff. Okay. Here we go. A picnic is a child, a kid you pick up from school. A lolo is a ding dong or wiener if you're cool. Pagley means crazy or bananas you insane. Alu is a potato, mash fried or poutine. Cut the eye. Okay. <laughs> Okay, okay, hold on here. Okay. Cut, yeah, I keep walking. This body looks good in Jane's. A little little tight on the low, low, but I can bubble all the same. Officially pass the test. You have now received your Guyanese citizenship. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No, you're supposed to say thanks, no? Oh, thanks, no. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. So most days in here, I'm the first one that shows up. <clears throat> followed yeah. by Sham, Dammit Mori, then you, Roz, then Deepa, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Today, mm-hmm. I get into the Roz and Mocha Studios, and Shem is already here. Oh, excuse me. And he's, like, in the other room, and he's working away, and he's laughing hysterically, and I was like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. And I have no idea, right? And he was like, 
can you give me some time on the show today? I have something. Oh. And he just oh. emailed something over to me. And then he was like, do you want me to give you kind of like a pre, like, do you want me to tell you what yeah. it is? And I was like, no, just, I trust you. Whenever, usually when people are super early for work, I always assume they poop the bed. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to turn things over to Shem because I have no idea what this you is. You have no idea. I have zero idea. All I know is that Shem just emailed, uh, emailed me a file. Okay. An audio file. And I just put it in the system. So I'm going to let you take over, Shem, and, and see what, what's what. All right. So uh, I want to first give a round of applause to Roz because your Guyanese citizenship test was really was phenomenal. It so made, made me yeah. so proud. Really did. Yeah. Um, so I uh, got a lot of comments. A lot of people thinking that, you know, uh, Sadiqa, for example, wrote on Instagram, uh, asked me to include it in the August uh, Roz Mocha recap. Okay. Uh, uh, Rebecca said, we got to turn and make a song out of that. And. Oh. And then this, oh. this, 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 by the way, just so give me one second, yeah, Shem. This, course. by the way, was it, it, um, these guys always test me on Guyanese slang and words that I don't know where they just throw out a word and they say, what do you think that means? And it's a very big struggle for me, but I, I want to learn. And so I struggled to figure out what all these Guyanese slang words were. And then I was tasked with putting every, everything I've learned into mm -hmm. one sentence. Right. And this mm -hmm. happened yesterday on the show. And the response was fantastic. Yeah, if you go to our Instagram. <laughs> You see the video. Yeah, and I learned a lot. It's great. Yeah, learned right? a lot. Okay, sorry, Chef. You really made me proud, I got to say. Thank so you. I felt inspired yesterday to uh, come up with a song. Okay. And actually, I'm not even on the song. Oh. I'm not saying a oh. word in the song. Normally, I do on the show. This is all you, Roz. Oh. Produced by me. Oh, this no. is all you. Oh, no. So here you go. The, the Roz Weston um, first ever, I have to say. Yeah. Uh, let's just call it a, a, a soca song. Okay. Bye, Move Rod. your box. Oh <laughs> Where's the Lolo? Where's the Lolo? Diana! Where's the Lolo? Bati. Where's the Lolo? Bati. Pickney is a child you pick up from school. Pickney is a child you pick up from school. Pickney is a child you pick up from school. A Lolo is a ding dong or wiener if you're cool. Pickney is a child you pick up from school. Pickney is a child you pick up from school. Pickney is a child you pick up from school. A Lolo is a ding dong or wiener if you're cool. Bati. Where's the Lolo? Bati. Where's the Lolo? Bati. Walking, get your ass out of here. Cut, yeah, I keep walking, get your ass out of here. Cut, yeah, I keep walking, get your ass out of here. This body looks good in James. <laughs> Alu is a potato, hogly. Alu is a potato, hogly. Alu is a potato, hogly. Mash fried or poutine. A little tight on the low low. A little tight on the low low. A little tight on the low low. But I can bubble all the same. <laughs> Where's the Lolo? So I don't want to be Guyanese. Where's the Lolo? So I don't want to be Guyanese. Where's the Lolo? So I don't want to be Guyanese. Guyana! <laughs> there you go, Raz. Oh, yes! Raz. Oh, I like that beat. I like that, that beat. That was incredible. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Been waiting for this all damn morning. This is Five in Seven. Ah, uh, yes. Welcome back to Five in Seven. 
The rules for five and seven, very simple. We will ask Dammit Mori to name five things. He has seven seconds to name those five things. Mocha will be the official judge and timekeeper. Uh, Dammit Mori, how are you feeling today? I'm good. Thank you so much for asking. Dammit Mori's record <laughs> in five and seven, not good at all. Mm -mm. Uh, Maury, are you settled? Are you good? Are you feeling confident? Yes, I just went to the bathroom. Okay, wonderful. That's all we could ever ask for. An empty Maury. <laughs> because that's all we ever get. Oh. <laughs> Damn. Damn it, Maury. Aside from birds, name five living things that lay eggs. Chickens. Women. Um, snakes. <laughs> And loser. Interesting you said women. What are you talking about, Maury? Because women have eggs. They don't lay them. No, I know, but I was just naming things. I was going to start with naming things that have eggs, and then if there was time left over. <laughs> if there was time left over. <laughs> you have seven seconds more. Okay. You think like a woman, like the, the baby's in an egg and she sits on it? <laughs> Also yeah, do you want to ask me any questions if you yeah. don't know how this stuff works? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Deepa, where do you keep your eggs when they're not in you? <laughs> like, yeah, I still haven't found that out about myself, so I'll get back to you later. <laughs> Crocodiles would have taken us. Crocodiles? Yes. Snakes, turtles, spiders, fish, all things that lay eggs. Ugh, spiders. Uh, damn it, Maury. Mm -hmm. Name five Greek gods. Okay, hey, Zeus. Um. Oh, uh, Venus de Milo. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> hey, Zeus. The man said, hey, Zeus. Okay. Okay, hold on. Hold on. What yeah. is hey, Zeus, the god of? Oh, hell if I know. I just know the names. Okay. Zeus. Hey, Zeus. Is the... Zeus is the god of... He's the one with the... Oh, lightning! <laughs> <laughs> oh, who's the other one you said? Oh, Venus de Milo. Okay, no. <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, Maury would have given you Zeus. Uh, would have given you Apollo, Ares, Athena, Poseidon. I would have even given you Hermes. What, the mattress? The mattress? It's an Hermes, <laughs> not air mattress. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know that Greek god, air mattress? <laughs> you know? He's the god of comfort. <laughs> That, that would be the god of camping, actually, Mocha. Maury, <laughs> okay. uh, name five words that have three A's. Oh, ah. Uh, um, <laughs> three A's. Oh, uh, no, not automobile. Um. <laughs> Loser. <laughs> automobile? <laughs> it's like how a Guyanese person would say it. Yeah. <laughs> Maury would have given you Alabama, banana, alpaca, calamari. Uh, takeaway has three A's. Uh, uh, there's, there's, there's a yeah, lot Maury's of. first answer was ah. Uh. Yeah, I'm not giving you. I'm not giving you ah. Uh. I opened up. Uh, damn it, Maury, yeah. are you ready? Name five things that come in a tube. Oh, <laughs> um, toothpaste, uh, cookie dough, um, in a tube. Um, in a tube. Mattress. Loser. 
Uh, would have given you um, Pringles, tennis balls, yes, toothpaste, glue. I would have even given you polenta. You ever seen those big tubes of polenta? <laughs> yes. Sausage. What the hell I would have given you uh, posters. I would have given you posters. like, a, like a, a poster tube. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, finally, uh, Maury, we'll round it out with this one. This is the last question of this round of five and seven. Again, if you're just joining us, it's very simple. We asked Dammit Maury to name five things. He has seven seconds to name those five things. Damn it, Maury, name five things on your body that continue to grow even after puberty. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Um, belly, hair, <laughs> nose. <laughs> they continue on your body. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, yes, would have given you hair, uh, toenails, fingernails, uh, nose, and ears. Your ears continue to grow your entire life. My next guess was nipple. Your nipple? <laughs> oh, <laughs> like the seniors are just walking around with big giant <laughs> nipples? <laughs> Hold on. In your mind, right? In your mind, are they growing like, like outwards or are they grow like expanding in um, No, they flop down in perimeter. Ew. <laughs> yeah. oh. So outwards? Outward and then down. Oh. <laughs> First of all, okay. <laughs> Don't there would be a huge market. We would have heard, okay? Like there would be a huge market for nipple reduction. Yeah. If that were yeah, the yeah, if yeah. that were the case, right? But you don't hear a lot of senior citizens going in for nipple reduction. No. There's a reason for that. Because unlike your fingernails, toenails, hair, nose, and ears, your nipples do not continue to grow. <laughs> and that is how you play five and seven. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. and mochas fix my life what advice can you guys give me okay so my question is my question is got a problem you can't fix Roz and mocha got you virginia hello welcome to the Roz and mocha show what's going on hello how are you guys good uh we understand that you are stressed why is that because i'm getting married next may and we're having a lot of issues with our caterer oh with your caterer okay uh you wrote this Roz and mocha fix my life our wedding caterer oh god uh, what? Our wedding caterer is my dad's boss's husband. Oh, no. And gave my fiance and I the impression that he was going to be a reasonable price. But after receiving a $25,000 quote, we don't know what to do. Every time we try to make it cheaper, since the drink part is super expensive, there's always another price that comes up. uh, And that is really not saving us any money. He is very unresponsive. But I'm scared that if we don't sign up with him, that my dad will get the brunt of it from his boss. How did you get into this relationship? without having met with other caterers first? Uh, so we originally had um, a wedding planned and then due to COVID, we canceled that one. Sure. So then when we started to, tr- when everything started to open up, we started trying for a new one. Yeah. And my dad just found him, like, he, I guess his boss recommended him very early. So he was like, if you want to give him a call, maybe get a quote. Like, I'm, I'm sure he's really nice. His food's really good because they had catering during COVID. Um, so we reached out to him and I said, I would like to get a quote. So we met with him at the end of May. Um, And then once we met with him, he was very like, I'm good at my job. I don't need to fight for this. Like, I know I'm good at what I do. Um, And he kind of just said, like, if you shake my hand, I'm hired. 
And at that time, like, what are you supposed to do? You're kind of just pressured. So I was like, well, not really. You didn't sign anything. Have you given him a deposit? No, No, he he said we can pay the day after the wedding if we wanted to, which was extremely nice of him. What? How many people at the wedding? So we're 105, but with our vendors, we're 110. Okay. So 110 people is $25,000 reasonable for when it comes to the like catering. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like what, like, what were you like? You go on all the wedding blogs and everything else. I'm sure. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So what are other people paying for 110 people at a wedding for food? So his quote also included like decorations and stuff, which we didn't really want. Okay. <laughs> so oh. Technically the food and alcohol portion, I guess would be 18,000, but the quote is very like set in stone. Like he's not budging on anything. Did you go into the conversation with him by telling him what your top budget is? Like I, we can only spend this much. So we said that we didn't want to spend like a lot, but we didn't have a precise number yet. But I am assuming like that's a high number for catering because my sister's wedding was a lot cheaper. What is your, your fiance saying about this? The problem is he's Portuguese and so is the chef. So he's, thinking oh well the food's gonna be really good and if we have to but i'm like no i'm not spending that much money on food okay what are your what are your folks saying about this what's your dad saying about this so my dad doesn't think it will affect his work but he's also saying well it's really good food what else do you want here and i'm like i don't want to spend almost twenty thousand. so i think that if you're uncomfortable with it your fiance is uncomfortable with it you haven't signed anything at all there's nothing tying you uh, to this guy, like legally, then if you're not comfortable, you need to walk away and go find another caterer. And maybe your conversation with this person that runs a company is the fact that it's a little bit more expensive than what you are looking to pay. Thank you very mm-hmm. much. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking, but I'm super nervous we're not going to find one in time. Yeah, you probably, like, like what are you looking for? So for 110 people, what are you hoping to spend on, on food? I would say, like, under 10000 Oh, mm, girl. No, I did good luck, find, good luck. I, I did find a smaller caterer that's quoting us, like, 8500 Yeah. But my fiance is just worried about the quality of food. Yeah, you got to do that that tasting menu, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he didn't even offer us a tasting. That was another thing. So you oh, what? Oh, God. Okay, so yeah. yeah. Like, oh, no, no, no. well, you know I'm good. Yeah, and I'm okay. like, no, 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 guy, no. First of all, no, this guy's no. a douche. Yeah. Um, uh, but Stan, I, Stan I, yeah, I, I think that your way out of this to, to maybe have it not blow back on your dad is to tell him, hey, listen, we're rethinking a lot of this. It's not you. It's not the food. It's not the company. But we need to sort of re reconfigure and, and, and reevaluate the scale on what we do because 20 it's not that 25 grand is a little too much the number we're looking at we have to go in a completely different direction because we're looking at about half and he's gonna yeah. then he's gonna go oh your food's gonna be crap and why don't you go with me and it's worth it and all this other stuff and that it's at this point where you just have to stand firm and say um you know then maybe we have to sort of rethink a lot of other things for the wedding as well meaning like guests and all, all this other stuff right um but mm-hmm. but don't make him think that he's a little too high you know like you have to go in saying hey this is our first time doing this didn't realize you know COVID happened all this stuff happened money situations are different you know the idea of 25 grand for food for the people at the wedding is just not a feasible thing um but i don't think that that'll blow back on your old man Okay, well, that's good to hear. What about a restaurant? There's like a bunch that you could totally do a full-out 
wedding reception in. Yeah, so actually the caterer that I'm looking at in my in my hometown is like a restaurant that caters. Oh, there you so go. I think that's oh, why it's a lot cheaper. Yeah. 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 Does that help, Virginia? It really does, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. good. Thank you. Um, are you going to ask me the question? Oh, okay, sure. Between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? So I love Roz. Because I'm from Acton, Ontario. Oh, my God. Oh, so. Really? Hometown, okay, yeah. Yeah, and I actually live on the street he grew up on. My Wh- mom knew his mom. Which street? Are we allowed to say that on air? Sure. I don't like, live there anymore. He has no ties. <laughs> I think it's no, the, and right I, the No, the, the only reason why I asked that is because I lived in like eight houses in that town. Okay, well, I live on Greenore. Crescent. Yeah, so my I never lived on Greenore. My mom lived on Greenore. Oh, oh okay. interesting. Well, close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a room there, but they they moved they moved to Greenore when I was like already like in college and and, oh, and had gotcha. moved out. Yeah. Hey, have you uh, driven by? You know, Roz has his own his own uh, street sign out there, right? Roz Weston Lane. Yes. Have you driven by? Yes, the alleyway. Uh-huh. <laughs> Don't say it like that. <laughs> See, I didn't want to say it. I was just, you know, yeah, don't just say in it case like that. anyone doesn't know. But now that you say that, we got to explain. It's the alley that connects the uh, Tim Hortons to the beer store. Right. Yeah, actually, I used to walk up and down there in my teenage years. So. Yeah, we believe me, we all did. That that alley, that alley has seen some things. <laughs> yeah, wow. All right. Well, there you go, Virginia. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Love you. Bras and mochas fix my life on Kiss. So we all know, uh, out of everybody on the Raws and Mocha show, everyone in this room, Deepa is the only one uh, that believes in ghosts. Oh, God. I love how you rewrite history. That's false. I don't know. What are you talking about? It's so stupid. What? Mo- Maury believes in ghosts. You believe in ghosts. Shem believes in ghosts. You're oh, right. the only one Damn who doesn't Maury. believe in ghosts. You're right. No, no, you are right. Damon Maury does believe in ghosts. I didn't know that Shem believes in of ghosts, too. Of course Shem believes in ghosts. When? You believe in ghosts, Shem? Holy ghosts, yeah. man. Jesus. Oh. That's a ghost. <laughs> Who doesn't believe in ghosts? You and me, no, as we've stated. No. So I, because I read this thing online, I'd like to share with you guys and, and see what Deepa has to say about it. Uh, I, I never really was a believer until this happened. So people are sharing their stories, right? Oh, God said, let me find something else to <laughs> okay. do while you guys do this. <laughs> okay. No, you okay. listen. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> it was late afternoon, and I had just finished putting a food shopping order through online. My daughter was sitting at the dining table, so I told her what I'd order for her, and she said... Thanks, Mom. I like those ones. A few moments later, my husband came downstairs and asked me who I was talking to. I said my daughter, but I hadn't looked up from my phone by that point. He said she's been upstairs playing for the last hour or so. I was up there with her. I put my phone down and saw that no one was at the dining table. I still can't figure out who or what was sitting at the table that day, but it certainly wasn't my daughter. Oh, no. So there is an explanation for this. Okay, go. <laughs> okay, so yeah, sometimes it didn't happen. When... That's the explanation. No, it didn't no, no, no. It didn't happen. It happened. No, Ross it never is happened. So mad right now. No. <laughs> What's the explanation, Diva? Okay, so sometimes when you have a soul or whatever a ghost, oh! if you want to call it that, yeah. Okay, just let me explain. Yeah, that yeah, is yeah. in your house yeah. and is attached to your house. They then want to become a part uh-huh. of your family so that they still feel welcome in their space because now you're in their space. What? So I feel like in this specific situation, they're like, okay, I know who the family guys, <laughs> I know who the family members are. Uh-huh. So the only way that I can make myself feel welcome is uh-huh. by embodying one of said family members right. and yeah, and then striking up communication through that way. Okay. Right. Yeah. Or, or, or she lied. 
No, like. Oh. <laughs> okay, hold on. Very I plausible. have more. I have more. I have more. Okay. Okay. So I found this online. So that I I never really was a believer until this happened. Okay. Uh-huh. In college, I was sleeping in my dorm and woke up at 3 a.m. really thirsty. When I opened the door, the light from the hallway illuminated my roommate asleep in her bed. This was a little weird because she normally slept at her boyfriend's house, but I just had to remember to open and shut the door quickly when I got back so I wouldn't wake her. On my way back in, I saw her turn over in bed when the light hit her. I was a little scared. I woke her up. So I mumbled an apology and went back to sleep. She wasn't there the next morning because she had class. But when she got back to the dorm, I asked her when she got in last night because I hadn't heard her. That's when she told me she wasn't there last (gasps) night at all. Okay, another explanation. Um, This is something that you learn while you watch ghost hunting shows religiously like I do. That light is called an anomaly. So when you watch... (laughs) I know you guys are laughing at me right now, but Mm. I'm serious. (laughs) So when you watch these shows, you see this like ball of light sometimes... It does look like a dust particle, but it's not a dust particle. And it can hit certain things and it causes a reaction. It causes something to move or it causes somebody to have an immediate reaction once that light actually hits them. So in this situation, if she wasn't in her bed, but he saw something move in the bed, it's because the light anomaly hit it and caused it to have a reaction. Or she is a dehydrated binge drinking college co-ed. <laughs> I got another one. Okay. I grew up in a big Victorian house in Adelaide, Australia. One mm. morning I woke up and could hear the family having breakfast. Voices, cups, plates clinking, the usual sounds. I wondered why my parents hadn't woken me. So I got up, went down the hall towards the kitchen. The noise got louder and louder the closer I got. However, the kitchen door was shut, which is really unusual. We never shut the door. So I pushed it open. The second I stepped into the room, the noise has stopped abruptly like a radio being turned off and the room was completely still and empty. Okay, yeah, another reasonable explanation. (laughs) (laughs) So sometimes again, if a soul is trapped in this house that they previously belonged to, they still think it's their house, they're probably around using things that were familiar to them. Mm. And then when the person comes, they're like, oh no, oh my gosh, like I don't want to be found out. So then they just stop immediately right away. Okay, again, I have one more to read, okay? I I never really was a believer until this happened, is uh, this thread that I found online, okay? Uh My dad worked nights, and when I was a kid, he would get home every night at 12.08 a.m., like clockwork. My mom would always wait up for him, but this particular night, she fell asleep on the couch and had a very vivid dream. She dreamt that she walked out into the backyard and found my dad staring up at the sky at a weird light. They were both transfixed by this sight. Suddenly, uh, she woke up and realized it was 12.20 a.m., and she had not heard my dad come home. She looked in the driveway and saw his truck, so she went to the backyard to look for him. There he stood, staring into the sky at a strange light, and he was hypnotized. She, too, became frozen in place, watching the light. Eventually, the light zoomed off, and they went back to normal. Neither had realized that almost an hour had passed. Oh, my gosh. Okay, explanation for this one. Not ghosts, but aliens. That's a whole (laughs) other world of possibilities and explanations. I don't have an opinion on listening because I stopped listening. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. All right, can we talk about what happened to Shem yesterday? Yeah, my Poor God. Shem. 
Deepa, you don't know this story, No, right? what happened? Shum got oh. violated yesterday. Oh. Violated. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I left. I was walking to the parking garage here yesterday. Yeah. And as has been the case for some really strange reason over the last couple summers, I get a lot of flat tires. So I noticed that my driver's side front tire was flat. Right. So I was like, okay, well, I know how to deal with this. Um, I decided to take a chance and drive down to the nearest uh, gas station. Yeah. And which is just down the street from us, from where the studio is. The sketchy one down the road? That's the one. Okay. Oh, no. So I went there and filled up my uh, tire with air. It was good. I had an appointment, so I was rushing. Going to be a little bit late, a little bit stressed out about it, but I said, all right, whatever. So I'm about 10 minutes into my drive on my way to my appointment, and I get a call from my credit card company. <laughs> Already. <laughs> 10 minutes. <laughs> 10 minutes. And they're like, you have a uh, an unusual sort of suspicious activity. You just spent $217-something um, at, a, at, a, at a store. And I'm like, no, I didn't. I just went to put air in my tire. I didn't do yeah. anything. And then they're like, okay, well, um, we're not sure what that hap- what, what's happening. And then they... Uh, in the middle of that conversation, they said, whoop, you just spent another $400. And I'm like, While you're on oh, the phone with them? No. While I'm on the phone with them. And I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, so I'm like, that makes no sense. I have my wallet. I pull over, and yeah. I'm like, I have my wallet. No, I don't have my wallet. Oh, no. oh, so no. I had lost my wallet. Oh, my, no. So at I the gas left, station? Left my wallet at the gas station. Did they tell you in the moment while you're on the phone with the credit card company what was being purchased? I could see on my app. Because it was oh, just updating. Right. Oh, right. What so, was it? What were they buying? Uh, they went to Rabba Foods. Went to the L- went to the uh, liquor store. Yeah, that's more. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was just like I say more. Did you steal Shem's wallet? He had me into a liquor store. <laughs> yeah. So uh, then what happened? Yeah. So then um, I asked him to cancel my card. They canceled my card. So that was good. But then I said to myself, "Wait a minute, my entire wallet's gone. So that means they're probably have my debit card as well." Mm-hmm. <gasps> so I looked at my debit app, and oh my goodness, lo and behold. The money that I thought I had was no longer there. Your cash oh was gone? Uh, so, well, the cash was gone, but I'm talking like the <laughs> the money in my account, my <gasps> checking account, was was dwindling away at a very rapid speed. But, and the but, most helpless feeling of it was watching where they were spending my money as it was happening. The problem is that, so I, I'll, I'll pull this close, I've been with TD. Yeah. And... I called TD or what I thought was TD Canada, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Hey, um, this is my this is my account number. This is who Panicking. I am." They're like, "You don't exist in our system." Oh my I'm God. like, "Well, what do you mean?" Oh Until I clicked in and like I didn't call TD Canada, so I ended up having to call TD Canada. So that wasted 30 minutes of my time, sure. and they were spending more money, and uh, yeah, then I lost all of it. <laughs> they cleaned out your account, but they how did they get your up. pin number? Well, it, no, just tap. So they they, oh, they, they just you don't need a pin. Right. They were just oh tapping. So what were they buying? Could you tell? Could you see? The, what? Mo- the most frustrating part, Mogo, was watching them purchase things yeah. and yeah. seeing it get updated on my account. So they went uh, they went to a Shoppers Drug Mart. Um, actually, hold on. They went to a Shoppers Drug Mart. <sighs> they went to the Bay. Oh. They went to... Um, Oh, some place named Oh Johnny's. I don't know where that is. Some some burger place. Yeah, uh, Johnny's Scarborough. They, Scarborough. Yeah, then, <laughs> Yo, man, that's Vic Parker Shepherd. Johnny's. Don't ask for lettuce; they won't give it to you. Oh no. Then, uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. CBO a couple more times. <laughs> and a the couple hardest more times. part was just watching again, watching oh, the money just go and go. Now, thankfully, big thanks to the folks uh, at the bank. They they were able to get me a debit card, which was great because I was walking around with no money, also a flat tire. Mm-hmm. Um, but what about all that money? About, yeah. What about your How money? How do you recoup? 
So do the, they help you with that? Yeah. So the credit card charges will be a lot easier to reverse yep. than the than the than the debit card one. So I you know I put in the claim. So we'll sort of see what happens. I'll just sort of. Oh my god! I I, I told you because right? I've had my people have skimmed my credit card a million mm-hmm. times, right? Yeah. And and every time and every time it happens, uh, you know it's it's wild to see what they spend money on. And this one time it happened to me, and they literally only spent money on things that you one hundred percent need ID for. They bought an all inclusive vacation with travel insurance. <laughs> Okay, they bought um, cell phones with plans, and they registered for college. But here's right? the thing, though: That's like, crazy. not only do you need ID, but those are all things that take a lot of time. Yes. to set up. Yeah, right. Yeah. Whereas, like with Shem, yeah. when Shem got scammed, they were like quick boom, purchases. Boom, boom, boom. This is why Matthew yeah. turned tap off. So yeah, so here's the thing, and I will say this to Shem in the room, everything else. I had a, a friend of mine who works for fraud, right, mm-hmm. in at a police uh, force. And her instructions to me were, don't even take a debit card out of the house. Mm -hmm. Every single thing you do in life should only ever be on a credit card. Mm. Don't even take a debit card out of the house. Because because if if somebody scams your credit card, the credit card company will cancel those and you will be even by the end of the day. If somebody removes your cash from your checking account that is incredibly difficult to recover through the bank mm-hmm. and you will 100% never recover that cash if you go through the police. Yeah. I think never. Shem's saving grace never. is that he was on the phone with these companies while the purchases the, were happening. That's for the so, credit card, not the cash. Yeah. The, oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The credit card, you get it back. The, the credit card. The, the, ca- the cash. The, the fraud yeah, departments man. at police departments, they're dealing with million-dollar frauds, mm. right? They're, the, by the time they get to you, which they never will get to oh, you, Shem. so your only saving grace is to try and reason with the bank to get cash back what, uh, through insurance or something Is there something, something we like could, that. like, should we start, like, GoFundMe for you? Or? No, you got to get any station contest that I could like, win? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right? Get Shem back on his feet. Right? <laughs> I'm telling you, GoFundMe is the Yeah, man. Call, bro. Yeah. Yo, no, you just said, like, we'll use one of no, your, like, I'm not your, doing... your thirst trap picks. No. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to tell you right now, Shem, I'm not allowing you to do a GoFundMe because this is exactly the kind of thing of where we do a GoFundMe and you would make two and a half million dollars yeah. and, and, and you'd quit in a week. Right? I'm, you're better to me when you're broke. <laughs> Sorry, sorry it happened to you. Sorry it happened to you, but you're but I, I, right. I need you to not come out on top yeah. of this. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hey, Maury, I think I just found your new summer outfit. Yeah, what's that? So, um, I was reading two fashion articles the last couple of days. Hold on, let me find the uh, fashion, darling. Thank you. Uh, so, uh, there's two new trends. Okay. One is uh, this summer, everybody is about the floral cowboy boots. Yo, summer's almost done, though. I know. How late is this Well, article? going into fall, cowboy boots obviously yes. help you in the fall. Yeah. But, like, wearing it with what? Well, here's the other thing that's a hot trend that I was reading in the world of fashion mm. yesterday because of uh, Brad Pitt and Bullet Train is mm. that bucket hats are all the rage. Describe Again? a bucket hat. Yeah, a bucket hat. Like a, on, um, I don't know, Hold man. on. Bucket hats were big in like the 80s yeah and then they came back again in the 90s oh i was thinking yes. and then they like... came back again like maybe five or six years ago yes for about two years they yes. went away yes and you're saying now they're back bucket, again bucket hats are the hottest thing right i was now. thinking really? so when before mocha described him i thought you were talking about like those sort of round hats people wore in the saloons back in the day <laughs> like mm-hmm. the 1800s <laughs> 
no, like um, like uh, like what kind of what kind of reference can I give you that you would understand? God, I guess I could just Google. Oh, it. like a, like almost like a Gilligan hat from Gilligan's Island. Oh, that. Oh, yeah. See, this is here we go. <laughs> I gotta I gotta I gotta pick a show from the fifties. Yeah, for Dan Moore. Because Moore's eighty realize. years yes. old. <laughs> so ca- uh, cowboy boots and bucket hats. Those okay. are two different That's eras. All, doesn't no, they're not timeless, Maury. Fashion, good um, fashion. Okay, is but do you timeless. wear it with shorts or jeans? Well, that's completely up to you. Depends on the day, on the weather. <laughs> yeah, and right? the event. Because there's nothing exactly. wrong with a good cowboy boot and shorts. No, you ever worn cowboy boots? Me, never. No, you ever worn cowboy boots, Mocha? Never. never. Even Sh- when I lived in Calgary. Really, huh? My dad never. traded cow... Um, oh, give me a sec, Morgan. Shem, you ever wore cowboy boots? I have, actually. Yeah! I what? Went, ah, no way! No, I, I, I You're walking down the old town road in. I was Lil Nas X before Lil Nas X. What was the occasion um, where you wore cowboy boots? I went boots? to a country bar uh, in Guelph, Ontario. Yeah. And... It required you to dress the part. So I wore a hat. No. Yeah. And I wore the boots. Yeah. And like, no I, boots, no entry? Listen, I couldn't have been more popular that night. Yeah. Let me imagine, tell you. I what? Imagine. Oh, yeah. They got the university out there and everything. Yo. Cowboy boots. You ever walked more? You ever walked with anything like like with a with a slight heel on it? Because cowboy boots are yes, not I easy had to walk gold in. platform shoes back in my disco days. Not platforms, a heel. No, but those were heels. Nah, I don't know. Platforms is just like lifts. Why don't we just call yeah. platforms what they are more? Lifts. You they wore are. lifts back in the day. Gold lifts. Yeah. <laughs> but I did wear, I, uh, well, I wore heels when I did drag. Yeah. I used to wear cowboy boots all the time. Yeah, you seem like a cowboy boot kind of yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. Now, different, uh, did you have different ones or just like one pair? No, they... I, I had one pair and then I Jet destroyed black? them and then, yeah, and then I got okay. another pair. Now, because he, here's the thing, right, with, with cowboy boots mm-hmm. is that you had a choice to make with cowboy boots. Which was whether you like the normal way to wear a cowboy boot, the way that you can wear a cowboy boot and sort of like not be the thing everyone looks at. It's acceptable. You can wear them to dinner, everything else. The, 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 the sort of mainstream way to wear a cowboy boot is the boot is under your jeans. Now, what? What the your boot is under your jeans. Your jeans go over the boot. Oh, yes. Okay. Of course. Now, the bold way to wear a cowboy boot. Don't tell me to talk. Which is the way that I would wear cowboy boots. No. Is the jeans go in the boot. Now, is that because (laughs) there was no option to put the jeans outside of the boot because your pants are always so tight? Yes. (laughs) I knew it. Tucking them is the proper way. Yeah, yeah. My jeans were my jeans were so yeah, my jeans were so tight, tight because that's the way Axl Rose wore them, right? So that's the way I was gonna of wear, course. wear yeah. them. Yeah, but now with shows like Yellowstone, you don't see Rip walking around. No! Jeans in his no, boots. you can't. No, 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 no. Kevin no. Costner, kick your ass for that. No, you can't. And, and the other thing too is that you can't do like khakis. No, right? they have to be jeans. They have to be jeans. Yeah, you can't, you can't dress them up. No, uh, no. They, there's a certain way to wear uh, to wear cowboy boots. But if you've never worn them, maybe we should get you in a pair of cowboy boots one time. Who me? Yeah, you. Nah, maybe not... maybe you and Maury get both get in cowboy boots and, no. like, and, and do a no. race. Can I do oh. a low-cut boot? <laughs> a race? Yeah. Yeah, why not? That'd no. be fun. You don't think so? I'm uh. like, and we'll get you on like a real slick floor. Like we'll race you around a Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> or like right here in this, just outside of our studios here. No. And no, if, you no, don't, no. if you already don't think that there's some Walmarts in this world that already have cowboy boot races, <laughs> you are sadly mistaken. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. I just stared at something before we went on, and I don't know what it was, but it was bright. And then, you know, when you have like a, you can't look at anything because like my eyes are burned. 
You ever get that? What? No. What? You never get that? Uh-uh. Like I can't, like I looked at something bright. I don't know what it was. Maybe because it's so dark, we always keep the lights off no, in the it, studios. Yeah, it happened. And then the computer screens Yeah, I don't know what happened. I don't know if that's like a, a getting old thing. Oh, for God's sake, you want to hear this story? <laughs> Here we go, guys. <laughs> Everybody brace yourselves. Okay. So, here we go. I can't wait for this. Okay, hold on here. So, um... Is it taking you a while to remember? It is. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I yeah. want to remember. I want to remember the 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 name of it. Um, give me one second. So, I was emailing with Maura yesterday, and uh, we were talking about like I had said that uh, I, I think that we had done something on the on the show before, and then I went looking. I went looking through an archive of the show, mm-hmm. and I went back to 2019. Okay. And in 2019, we talked about this Netflix documentary called The Great Hack. The Great Hack was about Cambridge Analytica. This was the company out of the UK that originally they were hired by Ted Cruz to run his campaign. And then again with Brexit and then again with Donald Trump. And what they did is they were a data collector. And these are the people that had like the 5,000 points of information on every single person on mm. Facebook. Mm-hmm. And they oh, managed, right, yeah. right. And they managed to, you know, do these incredible campaigns. So sneaky. And like it was, it was wild. And it was about and one targeted, guy. Right? Targeted, right? Super targeted. Yeah. And it was about one guy who s- tried to sue them to get his information back or at least find out what information they had on him. It was a fascinating documentary. And we talked about this in 2019. While I was on vacation last week, right, I I made a note to myself. Hey, talk about that cool documentary you watched on vacation about Cambridge Analytica. No. So not only did I like stumble upon it on Netflix and rewatch it, <laughs> yeah. I rewatched like th- like all three episodes of it. And not only that, I fell asleep a couple times, so I had to like go back. I spent a full day watching this documentary that I watched in 2019 and talked about on this show and was fascinated by it. And, and I you, just rewatched the and whole thing. And you were thing. prepared to come back to talk about it. Yes. <laughs> but this isn't the first time you've talked about something on the show that you completely forgot that you talked about years ago. I know, but not one part of rewatching it triggered me. At all. At all. I was fast. I was on the edge of my seat. But didn't it like <laughs> pop up and like... You've watched this before section? Like you no, because I was watching again? it on a different... I was watching it on, like, uh, a different thing. <laughs> Hold on, but you went through three episodes. Yes. And it was the exact same information. The, it's not like it, there were it updated the episodes or anything like that. movie. Yeah, I watched the exact this, same thing. It, was, it wasn't even a movie. It was, like, an eight-hour show. And you could... And no part of it... None. ...at all triggered something in your Nothing. mind. Like, this is oddly familiar. I'm, okay, I'm telling you. Like, this is, like... Uh, this is how much I don't remember watching that, Right. I was like texting Catherine while I was watching it, being like, hey, you, you got to watch this. Like, this is crazy. And did she say you've watched it? No, this because I didn't. I watched it on my own the last time, I guess. <laughs> so, at what point are you going to seek help? I don't know. 
I don't know. Maury, he won't remember. Yeah, like I can't, yeah. You need, to take more, you need to take more fish oil. Yeah, I don't know. But like, isn't that wild to me? In, 29, in 2019, we had this full conversation. So can you write a note to yourself now for next summer that you've already seen this? I know. I'm going to have to delete my account and start over. I don't know what I'm going to have to do. But yeah, I didn't remember it. And I was like, I wanted to, I was going to, I was going to talk about it yesterday. You're going to need to Because it was this fascinating documentary that I watched. On your phone, right? Yeah. In the notes app, which you have. Yeah. I'll show you where to get it. Yeah, thank <laughs> you. Because <laughs> yeah. I know you don't know that yeah. it's there. Yeah, yeah. I there is one. There's one thing in my um in my uh, notes app, which is which is, and again for reasons I have no idea, but I started logging farts. <laughs> okay, like for medical reasons. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh. I was just for some reason. I guess it was like when I very first got a phone, and I was like, "What am I going to do on the notes?" And I was like, "Let's just keep track of farts." So, are you talking about like how many times in a day, or <laughs> yeah, that, or like your your recollection of it, and, like in the moment? Okay, like this one smells a little eggy. This one was yeah, a little longer. Yeah, this was like yeah, but deadly. Yeah, I was like, because oh. I didn't know, I didn't know how to use any apps, right? And I was like, on the do you still? Have- no, I don't. No, 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 no. I don't oh. update it. So at what all. you're gonna have to do is create a new note yes. in the notes app, which yes. again I'll show you where to find it on your phone. Right. And it'll be like shows or movies or things I've watched. I'm gonna and have then, to start logging the things. And then that every I've watched. single time you watch something, yeah. you have to go in, put in the date, and log that you watch that. Thing. Yes. Yeah. No. For sure. But then you're gonna have to have sure. another note section to remind you of that <laughs> other. <laughs> no, note. I'm gonna so, have yeah. to put a post-it on the front of my phone. <laughs> <laughs> How do you find your way home? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hey, why did T.I. slap the guy from the Chainsmokers in the face? <laughs> <laughs> did he punch him? Uh, yeah, just to be clear, he didn't slap him. He punched him. He punched him. He dr- uh, punched oh Drew God. from the Chainsmokers. They were all at, a, uh, at an event together. Yeah. And they were partying. Something happened. Okay. And then T.I. ended up punching the guy. Awesome. And then the chain smokers posted on social and told the story of exactly okay. what happened. Listen to this. T.I. just literally punched me in the face. <laughs> uh, we're on a vibe, and I, and I was like, I gave him a kiss in the cheek. It was totally my, oh. my fault. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, don't do that. And I was like, okay. And he pushed me off, and I was like, all right, my bad. Dude, his friend goes, you need to get your boy. I go, what the, f- I don't even know and, what happened. Goes, I had no context. And he punched me in the face and I was like, okay, I'm sorry. And he was like, all right, cool. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> it was the weirdest interaction ever. Cause like, I'm sure like he. You did the and, coolest thing ever. And then you kissed the eye. <laughs> First of all, T.I. is fully in the right here. <laughs> I was like, I was like feeling, I was feeling the vibes way too hard. And I kissed T.I. on the cheek. <laughs> and he punched me in the face. And he punched me in the face for it. Like, it's like fully, it's fully like, yeah, like it's fully fine. So they were partying a little too hard and Drew, Drew Taggart from the Chainsmokers, I guess was just like feeling the energy in the room. Yep. And then walked over and gave T.I. a kiss on the cheek. No. Jeez. And then T.I. punched him. Yeah. Who hasn't been in that, you know, environment when you just kissed your friend on the cheek? <laughs> well, I mean, I think you got to watch out who you kiss. Um, right. And then T.I., because this story blew up, and then T.I., I guess, went oh, on he, social. Oh, he did. And then he responded mm. oh, okay. to what the Chainsmokers said All and right. the allegation. But I love, I love the Chainsmokers, man. Make great music. There isn't that much more to the story. <laughs> 
it's really that much more to the story that you've already heard. <laughs> I think I think the most important thing to to, to to take away is is afterwards we had a drink, we took a shot, you did, and now we, I mean, and we moved on. You know, everybody, you know, left left the party, had a good time. Like I said, love to change smokers. I, 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 ain't, I ain't not to get not to get no sugar though. You know what I'm saying? Not no, you know, nobody, nah. And still a fan, and looking forward to hey guys. As a matter of fact, uh, would love to have you guys on expeditiously. You know what I'm saying? If you can find, if you can find the time for us to sit down, <laughs> sit down and chop it up. <laughs> sit down and chop it up, man. I'd love to kick it with you. If y'all got some time on your hand, man, you know, let's uh, let's catch a back. <laughs> <laughs> so it sounds like everything is good. Sure, right? man. Everything's great. Yeah. The one guy from Chainsmokers on stage with T.I. <sighs> having oh a real God. good time. The crowd, I saw the video. The crowd was going nuts over the music that was playing. And he yeah. was just like really into the into the moment. Decided to give T.I. a kiss on the cheek. So they're going to have to gonna have to kiss it out. Yeah. Oh, geez. Boring. Um, yeah, I mean, who hasn't, you know, made up with somebody who punched him in the face, though, right? You ever been punched in the face, Maury? No. No? Oh, it's the worst. I've been punched in the stomach. That oh. hurts. Getting punched in the face sucks, man. Yeah, it like, is. You have? Oh, my God. Yeah. Getting punched in the face sucks. I, it sucks. I'm <laughs> shaking his head. Oh, you, you, so what, I'm the only one that hasn't been punched in the face Oh, here? I've been punched in the face, yeah. Yeah. No, it's, uh, you like, it's funny. When you get punched in the face, you taste it. Uh-huh. Like, this, like, every, like, there's such a chemical reaction that happens in your skull. Like, you hear it, you taste it, your eyes go all blurry. Like, getting punched in the face, it sucks. It's never I fun. still remember... A punch in the face that I got when I was, I think, in grade seven or grade eight. Yeah. It affected me. Like, I remember, I can see it right now. Right. That this kid in the schoolyard during recess clocked me. Yeah. It was his left, he threw a left hook. Yeah. And caught me on the right side of my cheek. I still like yeah and like and then for you get punched in the face and then for a good like 15 20 minutes like you you feel that you your teeth are loose mm-hmm. like you can you can put your hand in your mouth and move your teeth and then I guess they resettle and whatever else but like oh getting yeah. punched in the face sucks now that said you know you shouldn't go around you know kissing people that maybe don't want to be kissed right chain smokers but, don't yeah, be kissing TI on stage but that like how many times have we seen people celebrating together where, yeah. like, somebody just grabs the, the dude they're with and, yeah. you know, it's not a random stranger. No, And no, then, no, no. you know... You, yeah, I you, love you, you, man! Yeah, oh, my God. Like, you, you, <laughs> win, you win F1, you win an Academy Award, you win and all this stuff. And, you, yeah. like, like the guy said, you're in the moment, right? Like, this mm. is a great moment. And you give the guy a kiss on the cheek and... But, you, man... But now T.I.'s never going to be kissed again. Everyone's going to be afraid to kiss him. <laughs> <laughs> you think he's worried about that? <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, according to a new poll of a 1,000 adults, they asked how many books you've read in the last year and not finished just i guess read any part of a book also ebooks and audiobooks count too oh all right and uh and how and how long in the past in the past year oh one one uh deepa (laughs) um zero zero maureen (laughs) like 10 10 shem honestly zero zero yeah 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 yeah. so uh well i mean my own um, <laughs> Does that count? I can't count no. my own. No, you can't count no. your own book. Oh, zero okay. then. <laughs> if I can't count my own book, <laughs> you can count your own book. You read a book. I read. No, yeah, I've no, read. I've read the count. same book twenty-seven no, times. That doesn't count. It doesn't count. No, no, that's your own project. Damn it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Twenty-two percent of people say zero. 
Nice. Right? Nice. <laughs> yeah, 22%. That's all my zeros yeah, That's uh, 10, 10% say, and this isn't, again, this isn't even finishing a book. This is just like cracking a book. Yeah. Uh, and audiobooks count as well. Um, uh, 10% say uh, one. 36% said somewhere between two and five. Wow, that's a lot. 8% said 10. So ten. What, are, what did you say, Maury? Well, you said for the last year. So yeah. I, I'm wrong by that. So my answer is now three. Three. Okay, cool. Where did you get 10 from? Because I keep a running total, a list of all the books I've read. And oh. Like in life? Yes. So well, 10 is your total? Yes. But oh, okay. the last year, three. Three. What, was the, what were they in the last year? Um, when the Astors owned New York, Generation of Friends, and even this I got to experience, the Norman Lear book. <laughs> Riveting. <laughs> Riveting. <laughs> Uh, they also found out the most popular types of book uh, books. Uh, mystery and crime are still Ooh, number one. Uh, history books. Biographies, uh, biographies and memoirs. Uh, religious texts and thrillers. Poetry books ranked last oh. when uh, they asked people what kind of books they enjoy. I get me, my God. Reading is like so torturous enough for you me. You wrote a book. You can't say I that. Know. Yeah, you can't. Uh, I yeah. know. You have to be all about books now. I know. I know. Believe lover, me. Lover I know. of all oh, things I literature. Am, oh, I love love literature <laughs> i guys you have how, you, guys, how many times understand. on this show have guys. we said to rod he's trying to bring up literature we're like God, enough, God, with enough the literature <laughs> yeah God, we I, get it you love books oh, God, do i ever love literature wow <laughs> <laughs> and without saying yourself, who's your favorite author? Me. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hello. Yo, it's Roz and Mocha. Hey, Roz and Mocha. Uh huh. Oh sh. Oh hey, how's it going? <laughs> Good. Okay. It's yeah. Actually, Roz and Mocha. Um, you don't have. You're at work. Okay. You don't. You don't have to say where you work at. You don't have to even say your name, all right? But I just want to give you props for taking advantage, okay? And making it all about oh, no, you, you can today. Say my name. It's Sean. It's cool. Oh, <laughs> I'm literally, I'm literally standing with my manager. Oh, and I literally just had this conversation. I was like, "Yeah, no, I'm okay. literally here for." Okay, okay, right, shut up, shut up, shut up. Okay. So Sean texted and said, "I feel so crappy today. I wanted to use a personal day, but to be honest, I'm only going in for a free barbecue that they're having." <laughs> <laughs> Good for you. So, so you you just told your manager that you don't want to be there, but you're there for the free food? Yeah, he's kind of looking at me right now. I'm not sure how she's going to take this. Oh. <laughs> oh, by the way, say hi. What uh, what time are they serving the food, though? What time are they serving food? Two o'clock. Two o'clock. What about this one? <laughs> so hey, if I ask if the ask if the barbecue's rain or shine. Oh, it's definitely rain or shine. Is it? Are you sure? Yeah, it's outside. Oh yeah. Um, why is this like a, a yearly thing that your company does? No, it's a goodbye. Oh, a oh. goodbye for who? Uh, just one of our colleagues that works with us. Oh, oh and, okay. And, oh, man. So you were going to take the day off even – like, so if that colleague was leaving and it was their last day today and there was no barbecue, you would have taken the day off. I mean, the way you put it. <laughs> what do you mean the way? So, <laughs> you're the one that said so, the only so, reason why you're going in is for a free barbecue. Yeah, not to it, say goodbye to a coworker. Yeah, no. I'm food driven. Yeah. I'm like, in this situation, I'm like Maury. Yeah. Okay. So what's up? What, what's on the menu? Obviously, if you're that concerned about missing the barbecue, you know what's on the menu. So what's on the menu? I don't know what's on the menu. Oh, okay. Like I said, food driven, man. I'm, it's free food. Oh, <laughs> so just God. like hot dogs, hamburgers, probably just like basic stuff. Yeah, probably. Right. Wow. I can't. Jeez. I, I mean, I'm motivated by food. Damn it, Maury's motivated by food. I don't know if I'm that motivated by food. I don't know if I would go to work on a day off to eat. 
Yeah, Maury's so motivated it's by food that off. he is—he's uh, <laughs> got food in his mouth Maury's, right now. Maury's eating right now. What are you eating <laughs> right now, Maury? Uh, my morning Kit Kat. My oh. morning Kit Kat. <laughs> oh man, Kit Kat in the morning. That's Sean, great. I gotta tell you, this. I've done a work barbecue thing before, and then you even you could do takeout, like take some home with you for later. No, see, we had a girl like that, and nobody wants to fill that role. Sorry, man. <laughs> like there's 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 a level where you just you know you don't cross that line you know you yeah. go to get the food but you're not taking food home yeah you just wrap it in a paper towel oh god no. Jeez. yeah sean uh thank you so much for listening thank you for your text enjoy that barbecue today bro thank you guys later hey maury what time does your second Kit Kat happen <laughs> noon, noon. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast I guess Brittany went to a bar for the first time. Huh? Yeah. What do you mean? Brittany went to a bar for the first time. The headline is Brittany Spears walks into a bar. Sounds like the start for the of first a joke. time ever. I know. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean for the? Like so she's never, she's never been to a bar. Ne- I guess that's the. I guess that's a thing. Um, so she posted a video of her sitting in a bar having a drink, and she said, "So glad they took my rights away for 13 years to have a cocktail." Uh, I'm oh, so geez, grateful, yeah. right? So, so I guess what had happened was, so because she she would have been of very much of the age to have been able to go to a bar, but, but I guess at that point she was so super famous, uh-huh. like even before the conservatorship, like Britney oh. just couldn't go and sit in a bar and have yeah, a drink, yeah. right? So she had those years, and then she went into the conservatorship years where, where lockdown, she, lockdown, she wasn't allowed to do anything. They yeah. had video cameras in her bedroom, uh, so now she's sort of like out oh, living man. living her life. What was she sitting, drinking? I don't know. I don't know what she was drinking. Did you did you look at the picture? I'm trying to see like what it could be. Yeah, martini. Not, uh, I bet a martini. You think a martini? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what. Or it... vodka soda. Oh, what was? Do you remember your first time in a bar? Yes. Oh. Yeah, I used to drink so much trash. Yeah, but like, were you uh, were you like of age when you went to a bar for the first time? Uh no. 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 More. I was not. I was not of age when I went to. I I used to go to a lot of just like a lot of parties, yeah. clubs, yeah. where they never checked ID, right? So, and I just poor taste of, like poor choice in in alcohol consumption. Yeah, they were like wine coolers and smearing off ice. Oh wow! What right. year was this? Oh, not that long ago, guys. <laughs> Um, yeah, wine coolers, uh, Smirnoff ice and Molson, Molson ice. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Molson ice. That was a beer. That was a beer. Those were my drinks. Yeah. Oh my God. I was, I had been, I went to a bar for the first time. I think I was 14. Oh, the first time I went to a bar. I didn't really, I didn't even drink though. And then, and then after that, we used to go to this place that was a specialty bar. Um, in Brampton called mm-hmm. Sword and Shield mm-hmm. Specialty Bar. Mm. Okay. And we used what to. What they specialize in? What's that? Just stuff. Swords? No. Well, no. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. So we used to go to this specialty bar called Sword and Shield out in Brampton. And when they knew you were underage, uh, the hustle was that the the bartender used to walk over. So if you were in there with like three guys, mm. um, they wouldn't kick you out. But he would walk over with a giant tray, like a platter. Uh-huh. And on that platter were like 40 small glasses of beer. 
and he would put it small glasses and he would put it on the table and it was a dollar and it was a dollar a piece. No. Right. So, and so, and if you <sighs> didn't buy them, uh-huh. they would, they would kick your ass out. So you had to, and, so and you were forced, you were forced, they basically forced you to drink. They would force you to drink if you were underage. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. 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 So they wouldn't kick you out if you were underage, yeah. but you couldn't sit there and not drink. Like you couldn't you sit to. there. You couldn't sit there and just experience the, um, the theme sure. of the sword and shield. Yeah. Without paying you for alcohol, it's like you know in movies or shows back in the day, you would hear like yes. folklore. It was like your your dad catches you smoking, yes, right, and then he would sit you down in the backyard and be like, "Oh, you like smoking so much? Right. Smoke this entire pack it, of cigarettes." That's exactly in front what of me it was right yes. now. Yes, that's exactly the, what it was. <laughs> it looks like Britney's drinking a sangria, by the way. Oh, oh wise choice. Oh, good for you, yes. Britney. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, I I saw this. I don't know if it's true. Hey, Sham, are you on Bumble? Why aren't you on Bumble? Come on. Now, why would Bumble be it? Oh, Initiate right. the convo, that's right. yeah. That's right, that's right, that's right, that's right. Do you have an account, though? Oh. You never had an account because I'm trying to I'm trying to get clarification on this because I, I was reading right I was reading something on there was a I was reading this on Reddit and then also I just saw it posted where it says uh, um, that research finds that 90 percent of women on Bumble set filters to find men six feet taller six feet tall and above. They're really. <laughs> I didn't know that on Bumble you could. I didn't know that either because set that you cr- can. criteria absolutely on on all dating apps you can set what you know height you're looking for what ethnicity. No, you can't. For. They took all that away, didn't no. they? Well, the, on, maybe on Grinder yeah. because that was a huge thing. I remember mm-hmm. is that you couldn't that, is that they wouldn't allow you to then filter ethnicity. We talked about that recently. That's what I thought because it was it was people were thinking that it was racist and just like you couldn't do weight and all that stuff. I thought that they got rid of all those filters. Maybe I'm wrong. I've never seen one of these apps, mm-hmm. but that's a story I remember. But uh, but ninety percent. At six feet and above on Did on you read Bumble. this because you're six feet and above? No, I just found that fascinating. That they, that it's that's a big number, ninety percent. Like is is six feet, I wonder, and I don't I don't know, but is six feet like the 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 minimum for a lot of women then? Is that the deal? Well, I always see you guys see those videos like on Barstool on their Instagram of like women like height checking their dates. And oh stuff. I know. It's so mean. It's so mean. <laughs> That's so mean. Yeah. And they get away with that, right? Oh, but like, haven't women realize that you hardly ever see 80 or 90-year-old men that are six Yeah, feet but tall? they don't want you to tell you're 80 or 90 more. That's not what Bumble's <laughs> for. Come on, man. Bumble, they need, Bumble. They need the, you for the long weekend. And bu- then more tall men don't live forever. Do you know how fast a dating app would fail if, like, their, their catchphrase was, find the person to grow old with? Yeah. <laughs> no! no! Find the person that you're going to spend three or four days with find the person you're going to get blackout drunk with yeah. maybe maybe get to know you them enough send. to trust He's that you won't wind up in up a now. ditch <laughs> right six two wow. is the minimum six two really and- 
Yeah. Wow. Okay, I, know. I was I just going to ask for, for, for uh, clarification, Shem. So sh- is that why you poof up the top of your hair a little bit now? Get you-, you did. I can't see. You're sitting. It's too. You don't have the lights on in there. Yeah, let me see the top. Oh, why'd you cut it all off? You cut your mohawk off. Oh, dude. Come on, man. I was loving that. Oh, yeah, yeah, I got you. I got you. Shem got violated yesterday all over the place. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll talk. You want to talk about that later? Can we talk? Okay. Shem had, like, all his stuff stolen yesterday. I don't mean his heart. I mean, like, his wallet and everything else. Right, it was a poor total guy. total violation. Yeah, and we'll they get went, into and that. They, and we'll they went on, and they went on a run. The poor guy, they went on a run. <laughs> oh no! So what? You had a bad day. Went and cut off all your hair. Oh, <laughs> oh no! Oh, oh he, he literally needed a fresh start. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Yo, yo, it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Okay, you don't have to give your name, but hold on, I got to do this to set it up properly. Oh, we're doing vented moments. Yeah, huh? we haven't done this in a while. Uh, anything that you have on your mind that you just need to say out loud and you can't say it to anyone else or you just feel like it's been pent up inside of you for way too long. Yeah, uh, you need to just get it out there. You could do that with us on the Raza Mocha Show, Vented Moments. Go ahead. All right. I'm the oldest of three and I'm always helping out my mom and you know, our oldest child, all the responsibilities always end up falling on the oldest child when the younger ones don't do anything. My brother does not do anything, man. Like when I try to, when he, I got to take the dog for a walk because he won't do it. I got to do his dishes because he won't do them. Everything ends up falling on me and I'm not trying to leave this pile of dishes or I'm not trying to leave, you know, uh, the dog non-exercise because my, I'm, my mom works long hours too, right? I work long hours. I get it. My brother works too, but at the same time, He's got to help out sometimes because I'm doing absolutely everything when he's because he's not doing nothing, man. What's okay. the what's the age uh, difference? Uh, two and a half years. Yeah. And you said there's somebody else. There's a, another sibling. Yeah, my young yeah my youngest sister, but you know, like princessa, you know. So she she she, she does she does the the bare minimum what she's asking. Yeah. Okay. How old she, is no, she? How no. old is she? They, uh, they so my little sister sixteen, and then my little brother is eighteen, and then I'm uh, twenty. Uh, so resentment started to set in at what at what age? It's been like that for like three, four years now when mm. chores really started picking up. Does he refuse to do it because he knows you'll do it? See, that's what I, that's what I'm thinking in my head because I'm, I just don't want to leave everything for my mom, you know, cause she's, she's working hour long hours too. Do any of the chores that your brother is supposed to do? Well, then they're going to let be left to my mom who's uh, already working, right? Mm-hmm. Does your mom know what's going on? Oh yeah. No, I tell her and. I don't, I don't know. She kind of lets it happen with my brother sometimes, and I, I don't really know what to say to her. The plight of the oldest child, huh? <laughs> man, it's just going, it's just going, it's a hard life, man, you know? <laughs> so now that uh, you got that off your chest, do you feel better? Oh, I feel a lot better. Yeah. yeah. But it still doesn't change anything. Yeah. You still got to do the dishes yeah. today. Now, right? we didn't ask your name or anything else, but uh, if you want to take this opportunity to say anything to your little brother right now, what would you say? Do your damn chores, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Do That's your, it. Do your dang chores. All right. And what about your princess yeah. sister? Yeah. You want to say anything to her? Ah, uh, I love her too much. I, I oh. can't say anything. <laughs> oh my God. Here we go. Yo, Here, we go. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. All right. Man. Well, this is what uh, Vented Moments is for. All right. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Awesome, dude. And uh, keep in mind, if you have a vented moment that you would like to share, something you want to get off your chest, all you got to do is hit us up, 925 The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. 
Hey, uh, Deepo, are you going to try the Cardi B uh, hair routine? What? What? It, I never even heard about this. What is it? When she went on Instagram, because if you've noticed, her hair has been looking like real nice lately. Oh, And okay. she went on Instagram saying that she uses, she'll like boil a pot of onions, mm-hmm. right? And then she'll use the water, the onion water, to wash her hair. Um, no, thank you. I already think that my hair is quite nice, but maybe Roz can try this and then report back to us. Well, I think that's a great idea. Like, Roz? I don't wash my hair. But you can now with onion water. Maybe you think I put onion water on my head? I, I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna gawk at the fact <laughs> the onion water not washing your hair. No, like I, I, I don't put shampoo. You think I'm gonna start boiling food and yeah, just like Cardi using B the water? Said, uh, my no. last two washes, I've been boiling onions and using the water to wash my hair. I'm sure there's some benefit to it. You know what I mean? Like there's all those sort of weirdo things that people have discovered that we just don't know. Uh, she says, uh, I used to do this six years ago when I started really, my healthy yeah. hair growth journey. Uh, it's funny that you bring up about the the, the, the benefits because there was a um, an article because of this was written by a company that said onions contain compounds that help that may help to enhance dry, damaged hair. Really, huh? Mm-hmm. Could the same be said for garlic? Um, oh, jeez. Oh, I, I remember no I remember growing up. Did anybody else's mom grow up used to say that they put mayonnaise in their hair? No. No? No. Is that just my mom? Or maybe I'm Your wrong. Your mom put mayonnaise in her hair? I don't know. I, I, rem- I think that my mom what? said that mayonnaise was good for your hair. I've heard eggs are good for your hair. Like yeah. if you crack a raw egg and put that in. Who told you that? What? What? Who told my you that? My mom didn't tell me that. Like, no? What? Did you no, do you do that now? I, I used to. And like just like. Three raw eggs. Yo, you wasting three eggs on your hair. <laughs> Deep off. Yo, hair is important. You got to make sure you maintain but it. How did, and you, I was like, how did you do that? Did you mix it up like you were making an omelet and then dip your hair into it? Or did you so crack you, it on your head and then massage the yolk no. in? So you mix it in a bowl and then. Yeah, you, like you're making an omelet. Yeah. Then yeah. you take it in your hands. Yeah. And then you rub it all over your head. Yeah. And it just kind of drips and you massage it in. And then. Uh, then you clip your hair and you put like um, you know that like a shower cap. Yeah. And you leave it for about thirty minutes. Thirty minutes. Then, okay. Yeah. And you let it like you know sit in there. Then you go and you shower and you wash it out. But your hair. But you it wash does it out. Do you, like do you use um like shampoo after shampoo and conditioner? Yeah. Or yeah. You just... Shampoo and conditioner. Mm-hmm. Oh no way! I would start to sweat with that shower cap on. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. that happens, and then the egg, the egg actually starts down? dripping down oh, your sake. body. So gross. No, no, your mom, your mom does not like you. Wait, but how do you explain? <laughs> your parents didn't get like upset that you're using three eggs on your head. On your no, hair? they understood my hair care journey. They're like, you want beautiful hair. My goal is for someone to hire me for a hair commercial. So I was like, I got to maintain this dream of mine. And the only way I could do that is by smashing three eggs into my head. And it still hasn't come true. So what else have you done to try and get yourself on a hair commercial? Um, like have like, you auditioned or anything? I've literally posted on my Instagram like when I got my hair done one day, and I was like, "Somebody hire me!" And like, I oh, did but a you haven't video. like actually gone out and auditioned for a role. No, uh, I don't so want to audition. Well, I just want someone to come to me and be like, hey. "Oh God, <laughs> 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 oh, 
like, please. Like it's yeah, your hair's pretty, but it's not like. All right, careful with your next words. <laughs> not like Pantene Pro V. <laughs> pretty. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Harry Styles absolutely killed it at Scotiabank Arena last night in Toronto. His second sold out show. Wow. I'm sure Harry Styles could do an entire week's worth of shows. Mm-hmm. And sold out every single night. Mm-hmm. This is probably the biggest, most successful concert that's come through this city since the pandemic. Like, I haven't seen this much excitement for a concert. No. At no, all. No. Even, like, even going into, like, it's, some big stars have, have come through since. Yeah. Um, but there's just been so much letdown. Like, like you know, Bieber got canceled. OVO got postponed. Like, there has been like a lot of events that could have really had this, um, but for whatever you know various reasons, um, we've missed out on Sean Mendez canceled. Like there's just been the weekend, oh. yeah. There's been a lot of like letdowns mm-hmm. recently, right? Like all the big ones that were supposed to come through got all messed up. Um, we got a whole bunch of texts from people on the Rosamoka text line. Best mother daughter moment ever uh-huh. watching Harry last night. The show was super energetic. Full of passion, and Harry was so humble and beautiful. Thank you, Harry. You made our soon-to-be 15-year-old's birthday wish come true by coming back to Toronto. That came to us from Lucy. Um, one mom texted and said she was waiting at the GO station to pick up her daughter, who texted her saying it was the best night of her life. Another text said the show was magical. Literally, he's a unicorn on stage. I'm 99% oh. <laughs> sure I got an air kiss from him, and I was blushing so hard. Same. Talia and Shay texted and said, seeing Harry Styles washed our souls clean and rebirthed us. He is the closest a human can come to perfection. Wow. <laughs> Jeez. wow. My, my God. And uh, on That's stage last praise. night, uh, Harry Styles showing love to Toronto. I've always had a wonderful, wonderful time here. You've been so incredibly welcoming to me. I'd like to thank you all, the people of Toronto, the people of Canada. Toronto is always going to be an incredibly special place for me. About 10 years ago, I met one of my best friends in my entire world in here. He's been my friend for 10 years now. He's also a manager. We met in Toronto. This place will always be incredibly special to me. So all of you, thank you very much. And the crowd just was so into it. It was uh, electrifying outside of Scotiabank Arena, where Dammit Mori was, immediately after the show, talking to fans. god okay can we talk about this show how was that it was amazing um everything about it harry's like one of the best entertainers of our time like for sure like every song with high energy even the slow songs nothing really has one the girl high energy full of um excitement and love and like the crowd had everything going crazy it was just amazing it was honestly the best night of my life like i love the energy in there like everyone was having so much fun everyone went full out with their outfits like screaming every word i i love it i love it watermelon sugar (laughs) what was it like to like to see him in person I'm still in shock that he's actually a real person, if I'm being honest. Like, it's, like, crazy to me that he's... He's not a figment. I know. It's crazy. It was amazing. Like, I... I, Speechless. Was he looking at you the whole time? In my mind, 100%. Oh, my God. Talk to me about tonight. It was the most amazing night of my life. Nothing will ever top this. I mean, you don't have a wedding ring, so maybe getting married could top this. No, 
she's gonna get married to him. Marriage could be oh. the future. I'm sorry, Olivia Wilde, but wow. your time is up. May I say that might have been the best part of the show too was watching Olivia Wilde dance. So you actually saw her? She was here. Yes, she was there. She was Olivia Wilde was in the building. Is she a good dancer. You know what? Uh, no comment on that, but she does have some iconic moves that I will probably be seeing. This is the shame. best show I think I've ever been to. It's my mom's first concert. I think we had the best time ever. Uh, we had so much fun. The music was awesome. We were dancing the whole night. It was uh, the best the best night ever. Your mom's first concert? How is this your first concert? I don't know, and I'm 48 years old, and it's my first concert, and it was the best. You're 48. Do you know who else is 48? No, I don't. Roz Weston. Oh, Wow. Okay, great. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've been dreaming for this my entire life. I had tickets in Vancouver, didn't like got canceled. My parents flew my sister and I out here from Vancouver so we can see him here. I am not okay. I'm shaking. I want to cry. <laughs> but best night of my life. If Harry was listening to Razamoka right now, what would you say to him to thank him for tonight? Harry, I love you so much. Thank you for everything you've done for me in my life. All your music has helped me so much. I love you dearly. <laughs> Oh, my God. You're, like, crying. I don't even have words to describe it. It was just the most amazing experience I could have had. Just to be in his presence and have his heartwarming energy. It was it was the best thing I could ever experience. Harry's the love of my life. <laughs> yeah, he's epic. It was so good. It was incredible. He sang every song I wanted to hear. It was so good. The high energy, high dancing, and I just loved it. He stared at me the entire time, start to finish. I feel bad for everyone else that bought a ticket because he was looking at me the whole time. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Oh. What's going on, everybody? Exhausted. Okay? Yeah. Exhausted from. Let's stop it. I had a bunch of book stuff this week I had to do. Oh, nice. Gearing up for the release, September 27th. Yeah. A little bit broken. Yeah. Yeah, I had a ton I had to do. Does your book smell nice? Uh, I, I don't love know. The smell I don't. Of new books. What's that? I love the smell. I, of I'm new hoping books. it smells nice. I haven't actually seen it yet. Mm-hmm. Um, is it so, going to be like Back to the Future when, you know, the guy, his book shows up and he cuts it open and he holds it up to his family? Uh, oh, you mean like out of a box kind of thing? Yeah. No, because I, I think the first time I'm actually going to see the books is when I have to go sign all those books. Mm. Right. So I think that that's probably going to be You have to go the, to like the actual printers? Yeah. To the factory? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. And sign, uh, I think, 500 copies of it. Oh, um, and, for, so, and moving forward for all your Zooms, you're going to have your book behind you, yeah, right? Yeah, I'm going to try and get a giant poster made to have, uh, to, have it, uh, to have it behind me. Are you, you think you're going to be emotional, like the first time, like seeing, seeing it? the actual, yeah. the physical copy mm-hmm. and like holding it in your hand? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I've like, I, I've. Because everything's just been digital so far. Well, no, I've made right? fake ones, right? Like. Just, yeah, just to see like how it looked in uh-huh. proportion because when you're dealing with like images and the cover and all this stuff, it's always on a computer screen or whatever. Yeah. So I was like, you know, printing stuff off and like oh, cutting wow. it and like razor blade and taping it all together and really? all this other stuff. Yeah, to sort of do like mock-up covers just so uh-huh. I could see, you know, uh, the the size that it was going to be. Um, but yeah, no, I had so much to do because I have to do a, um, I put a video up on Instagram uh, the other day mm-hmm. talking about... Um, a sort of like I don't know it's not it's not really a podcast but it's sort of like a podcast mm-hmm. that it's like a pre-order uh, thanks for people who pre-ordered the book and then on launch day you'll get this thing sent to your email but somebody asked a question on that yeah and it was a good question and I didn't see you answer it yeah because I pre-ordered 
although my credit card bounced, um, on Amazon. <laughs> yeah. Now, you said pre-order, you'll get this special audio. Yeah. And the person asked, but what if you order it on Amazon? That's fine. How do you know who to send it to and stuff? It just goes to the email address associated with the account. Even from Amazon? No, no. Did you watch the video? Yeah, but it was, I guess, from your website. That's where you have to pre-order it from, No, right? no. You didn't watch it. You didn't watch the you video. You didn't watch the whole video. You didn't just watch be honest. The video. No, you didn't watch the video. It's 90 <laughs> seconds you didn't watch I know, the video. Maury bothers. Maury sends me every single thing he does on social media to my to my messages yeah. and then gets upset when I don't watch every single thing he does. And he doesn't watch the video. Yeah. Uh, no, it's there, in my description on Instagram, there's a link that you click and then you just fill it out and you just put in your proof of purchase. And then you'll that's how you do it. Your email, your proof of purchase, and then that's that's that. Uh, but I have to do it because when the book comes out, people are going to have like immediately, they're going to have questions. Yeah. So this is like a follow up, like, but the follow up has to be done immediately as soon as the book comes out, mm. which is crazy, which is crazy because we had this giant conversation of like, how are we going to handle this? The questions? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because there's no way around it. Mm. Like there, there's no way to not do Why it. Why didn't you just answer the questions in the book? Because everyone's because, gonna have different questions about different parts of the book. Yeah, but no, why? I would a, that's, assume that when you read a book, all a really questions are answered. It's a really, it's a really good question. No, these aren't questions that I have. These are questions that you will have. Mm -hmm. And I know. You know what we're gonna have to do? Oh, like if you talk about like you know smooching a girl and you didn't put her name. <laughs> <laughs> you know what we're gonna have to do somebody wrote me that last somebody wrote me that somebody in this business who was a very big job in this business and i don't know whether they were drinking or not last night but yeah. when i put out that video i said i have to do this because the book is full of secrets right yeah. the book is full of stuff that uh -huh. i've never talked about before and somebody okay. in this business with like a big fancy job in this business mm. at 2 15 a.m wrote me is it somebody you slept with oh <laughs> <laughs> read the book read the book right now yeah <laughs> by the way it is not about oh, that. Spoiler <laughs> alert. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Kevin Federline, and I don't know what the hell happened. Like we, it was like last week or something like this. He decides to do this interview. Well, he really also released afterwards, video. afterwards, afterwards. So he did this, he did this interview talking about Britney, which for years, Kevin Federline has not talked about Britney. Completely forgot about him, to yeah. be honest with you. Yeah, and so he does this interview talking about, and one of the things that came out of it was the kids, their two sons, mm -hmm. why they decided to, one, not go to Britney's wedding, mm -hmm. and two, sort of take a time out from Britney, where they were, you know, they're not seeing her right now. And people sort of went at him a little bit. And then he released this, these like phone recordings from years ago when Britney was yelling at the kids in like the, in like the back of a car kind of thing, like just Yo, like how? going off on them. But whatever. But I mean, you're, you're a mom with teenagers. Like what she sounded like every single mom who's got two teenage boys in yeah. the world. Right. Well, come on. Like how, I don't know what their relationship is like. Right. Yeah. But. In order for you to save voicemail like that from years and years ago. It was the ago. kids who recorded it. Oh, it was the kids that recorded it. It was the kids it. who recorded it. And they what, sent it to dad? 
yeah, I guess that they just had it on their had it on their phone because Damn. people then because what happened was is people were attacking Kevin Federline for doing that interview, mm. and the big headline from that interview is the the people that ran it said they publicly stated that the whole interview was not going to air because if they aired the whole interview, it would be too hurtful. Mm-hmm. So they alluded to the fact that Kevin had said some really awful things about Britney, and then everybody was started attacking Kevin Federline, and then he released these videos that the kids had on their phones. Um, and nobody has really heard from Kevin Federline in forever. Like no. it, it got, cause people hated Kevin Federline. Yeah. Kevin Federline looked like at the very beginning of all this, like he was a douchey gold digger who had bad intentions for oh, Britney yeah. and like nobody liked the guy. And then they had their kids, they split up. Britney went through the, the years of the conservatorship. Her kids are now teenagers, but Kevin Federline almost got to a place of where people were like, you know what? This dude may be all right. Like he hasn't said anything publicly from really what it looks like is that he didn't use any of this to sort of further his own fame. He disappeared, raised their two sons to the, you know, the best he could. Nobody's ever said that Kevin Federline was a bad dad. Like he started to sort of win back the hate that he got at the beginning. Mm -hmm. And then now all of this happens. So here's uh, Nicki Minaj going off on Kevin Federline. Do you understand what kind of a clown you have to be to be a whole grown man and as soon as you see somebody happy and getting married and being and moving on and being free and feeling good in their own skin to do the very thing that you know is going to uh, attempt to break them down going to the media you know only cowards use the media against a famous person who they once loved they procreated with they're being taken care of by. They once were being taken care of by. Using the person's fame as this constant gotcha moment. And you think you're not going to f- have karma from it? <laughs> right. Yeah, but I think that he said that the boys didn't want to hang out with her because of all her, um, like, nude pictures that she posts on Instagram and stuff like that, which is in itself, like, why are you even, you know, giving those details away, whether they're true or not true. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just don't understand the motivation behind Kevin Federline. I don't like, uh, did the money stop? Is that what it is? I mean, Oh, since like the conservatorship yeah, ended, but like, I don't know. And then he came out also and said that the dad got a raw deal that like Kevin Federline. Yeah. Kevin Federline. Really? Yeah. Kevin Federline <sighs> came out like defending, um, Jamie Spears, the oh, dad. Yeah, so, it's crazy. But why? Like, I yeah. just don't understand. Keep your After mouth shut, all bro. these years, like the kids are teenagers. Yeah. After all these years, you sort of had people on your side, like you did the right thing during all of this, and then you just do that. I know. It's right wild. when Britney's like starting to win. Yeah, yeah. Right? It's really wild. It's really wild. Damn. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Did you guys ever watch um, that show? White Lotus on HBO. Oh, I loved oh. that show. Don't you remember you we, like, we talked about that. Hated that. Did we? Show. Yeah. I, don't remember. You, I never watched you, it because oh, you, you never watched it. No, you hated it. Show? I hated oh, it. Terrible. I hated it. Yeah, loved it. Wow, damn, more loved it. Yeah, people loved it though. Like I, I, and I fully understand and recognize that people loved that show. Uh-huh. I, I've never liked anything that Mike White has done. Really? No. So season two is uh, debuting on HBO in October. Okay. What the hell are they going to do for a season two? They go to Italy. But, like, what do you mean? They're, it takes place in Italy. That's oh, but, it's like, but it's a whole different cast. It's a whole different story, yeah, thought, right? Uh, Aubrey Plaza is in it. Oh, gotcha. Uh, Michael Imperioli from, Aubrey Plaza's in it. from Sopranos okay. is in it. Yeah. Wait, Jennifer what? Coolidge is not? Uh, Jennifer Coolidge is back. Oh, good. Yeah. 
and they filmed it in in Italy. And Aubrey Plaza was on Jimmy Kimmel. Who, I don't know. I don't know where. I don't know where Kimmel is because he's been having like guest hosts. Yeah, a lot lately. Yeah, I don't know if it's like summer vacation for him or not. But um, Nicole Byer was the guest. Okay. Host Nicole Byer. If you watch, um, nailed it on the baking competition. Oh yeah, show she's the host on, yes, on Netflix, yes, right? Her. She's yeah, hilarious. Yeah, yeah, she's but Aubrey Plaza, super like, high energy. Yeah, and super high. Aubrey Plaza is just like super awkward. No, have you ever Aubrey in, Plaza? Aubrey Plaza. Every single interview, there's montages that you can watch of Aubrey Plaza interviews where she is only that. That is like her thing. Is that thing. her thing? It's her thing. Like, I interviewed so her not... once and I thought she hated me and it, I was told that's just how she is. That's, yeah. That, it, oh, but is it like, is it like an act? Like she um, knows that she yes, is this 100%. way? So she has to continuously do it? Yes. So she is doing this interview on Kimmel, right? And she's talking about filming White Lotus season two in Italy and she's filming something else. She was like in Italy as well. And yeah. she was in Italy for like the longest time, right? Right. And you know how we always talk about Dan Mori and how Mori loves t- taking things from hotels. He always steals it's the One soaps of the only reasons them. to stay in a hotel. Right? <sighs> right. Notorious yeah. for taking soaps and shampoo from hotels. And pens yeah. and paper. And, yeah. Right? I also take every single hotel i stay at <laughs> yeah. you know we traveled recently yeah. we stayed at a hotel and i forgot to take the pen yeah and i thought about it for like two Did hours after really? yeah like, damn that was a nice pen and everything Did you take the toilet paper too the extra no, roll the it's, toilet paper it's interesting you bring that up really because i'm like who the hell would steal toilet paper listen to this me personally i steal toilet paper from <laughs> hotels <laughs> nicole buyer do you yeah oh yeah i, I haven't paid for toilet paper in about Mm-hmm. Seven years. Um, I steal it from hotels. I mm-hmm. steal it from my trailers. Um, yeah, I used to do that at Parks and Rec. I would steal all the toilet paper every day. I'd take it to my apartment. Um, in the hotel in Italy, I would actually go down to the gym and I would um, take as many bottles of water as yes. I could and fill my hoodies with them. And um, so I wouldn't have to pay for water because I couldn't drink the tap over there. And it was weird being a thief in like a luxury hotel. But um, I just had to. Do what I, you know, had to do. Mm-hmm. Like I never would have thought. No, the toilet paper. To oh steal because toilet paper. Toilet from paper's hotel. three ply in hotels sometimes. Oh my god, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, no, that's too much work, though, mm. right? Like it's too much. I don't have. I I don't travel heavy enough where I would have room for toilet paper. Right. Like rolls no, of but toilet paper. But you plan paper. in advance. You leave room in your bag for that. <laughs> oh my oh, geez, god. Man. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Hi, Samantha. It's Roz and Mocha. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Doing good. Why are you reaching out to us? Why am I reaching out? Oh, boy. Do I need advice on this whole parenting gig, which is why I'm coming to Dream Daddy Roz. Oh, wow. (laughs) Now, hold on here. Let's clear this up, though. I am not the father. No. Okay. Okay. All right. Just, okay. We need to clear that out. Uh, you were on this. Razamoka fixed my life. My 10-month-old is insane and has been extremely clingy. I can't even take a sip of water without him having a meltdown because I didn't give him a sip. Teething, won't nap, won't fall asleep, won't stop drooling. I've tried everything, everything. I know this sounds like first-world problems, but, man, I have run out of people to go to advice for okay so you have a 10 month old 
I do. And you're wondering what? I'm wondering why he's a monster. Okay. <laughs> well, because he's 10 months old. Yeah. I know. I'm a first-time mom. Yeah. They don't tell you this at the hospital. No, you they don't. You have a baby. They give it to you, and they go, okay, bye. Have fun. Yeah. And you're trying to yeah. Figure it out. And you know, it's so funny you say that because, like, how many people in your life do you know that have kids, right? Yeah. Whether it's family members, friends, whatever. And not a single person. Everyone talks about, like, the joys of, uh, of parenthood yep. and having kids and all the wonderful things that come along with that, right? Yeah. But nobody ever tells you the real deal, most hor- – not horrific, but, like, all the emotional stuff that comes with having a newborn. And right, all the things like that. that they go through and that you have to go through and obviously not being able to communicate with a baby and trying to figure it out on your own. Like nobody tells you any of that stuff. I, and the unfortunate side of it is that you like every kid is different. Every experience is going to be different. And you're kind of left on your own to figure it out. I think the reason people don't tell you is because you don't really remember. Yeah, I that, guess. That trauma lasts during that period of time. Um, and once your kid is like two, right, you're going to have a whole set of new stuff. And you really don't remember. Like when your kid is five, you're not going to be dwelling on those days when he was 10 months and you no. couldn't sleep. So the reason people don't warn you is because it is like it's harsh. It's triage. There's stuff going on in that house all the yes. time that you need to take care of. And nobody is happy and everybody's screaming and everything's dirty and everything <laughs> is sticky and nobody's sleeping and every, you just want to kill all of them. Yeah. And the problem is is that is traumatic and once you get out of that phase there's new traumas that you deal with and you really don't remember those that's why nobody warns you one because everybody goes through it but because it doesn't stick around i don't know five years in Cruz is five now yeah i don't remember everything but there are certain things samantha that i do remember from that early stage of his life that will stick with you but happy that we're out of that stage, right? But when 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 Cruz was like three, right? Yeah, you right. would you would come in and you'd be like, oh my god. But you weren't <laughs> coming in going, oh my god, he's three and he's this. Also, ugh, that that one time when he was ten months. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like yeah, you yeah, only yeah. focus on the disaster at hand. Yeah. Right. And you're not out of the wood. Mocha's not even out of the woods yet. Right. No. Like you're far from out of the out of the woods. But it's uh, it's this sort of journey that you go on um, with with being a parent. And you know, I remembered the other day, like for some weird reason, I remembered the other day I was walking into the living room and I and I bumped my leg on the side of the couch mm. because for years I would instinctively just always do like a wide turn around the couch because when Rox was a baby right beside the couch is where we kept her potty oh okay right? yeah because every because i was just like she would say she had to go and then i would go in the bathroom with her right and sit there for a half hour and she wouldn't do anything uh-huh. and i'd miss my show <laughs> right so so we we wow. as a family decided who cares right sure nobody's coming in the house potty goes in the living room yeah. right so the potty was beside the couch and then i didn't have to get up when she had to go i just had to clean it if she did go right so for like the first little while when when Rox was a baby, you can believe this, right? Absolutely. She just in the living room. 
<laughs> right? Hey, Samantha, do you have any other uh, friends who are parents as well or anyone that's just had a kid? Uh, my best friend actually just had a baby. She's four months old right now. Oh, yeah. okay. So at least you have some sort of a, a support group, mom group, support person that you could talk to about this kind of stuff because you're both experiencing similar things at the exact same time. Right. And I'm also like, I'm attached to all of these like mother forums, which mm. I don't think is a good idea, to be honest, because all of these people just telling their baby horror stories or yeah. comparing their children to each other. Like but, my baby's walking or my baby's saying sentences. That, okay, yes, I agree. Them. That kind of stuff you can't dwell on and you can't make those comparisons. I don't think it's fair, right? But I think the thing that you could find comfort in is knowing that there are all these moms out there who are going through the exact same thing or you may find a piece of their story that you could relate to and maybe help ease your anxiety about what you're going through right now right there's a there's also a a sweet freedom in having a 10 month old which is having a 10 month old you can you can look at a 10 month old in their face and call them and they they won't remember and that's an actual freeing thing right you know what i mean like when they do something gosh such yeah. Right. They won't remember. and They're not going to repeat it. And that is like that is a way to sort of relieve that stress. So you're sort of in a magical time right now. Mocha can't look at his kid and call him that. No, absolutely. Right. Because that'll just no. be the end of everything in the Ever. house. Mm-hmm. It'll be yeah. the end of I'd, everything. I'd have to move. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Samantha, if it makes you feel any better, just know that you're not alone. No. This is not an isolated situation where um, you feel like you're the only person that has a 10 month old that's doing all of this stuff and that it'll never it'll never end it will get better you know unfortunately this is like the kind of stuff that you got to go through you got to figure it out yeah no yeah. thank you so much i'm just gonna go around now and just call him an and i'll feel so much better you will you will <laughs> I, I can already tell the tone in your voice has changed after you said it for the first time <laughs> thank you so much for reaching out samantha sending you lots of love thank you so much Roz and mocha's fix my life on kiss See all those pictures that people are posting of um, the Kanye Gap clothes and the way they're being sold in stores? No, Is that still a thing, his Gap collection? Yeah, I yeah, thought yeah, that yeah, was yeah. just, like, gone. Uh, Kanye requested that his Yeezy Gap collection to be sold out of large trash bags in the oh middle of the store. God. Um, so somebody posted a picture. Yeah. I'm going to show you the picture in a second. It says, this is how they are selling Yeezy Gap. The sales associate said... Ye got mad when he saw that they had it on hangers. And this is how he <laughs> wanted psycho. it. They won't help you find your size, too. You just have to go dig through everything. So, first of all, some of these items that Kanye is selling at The Gap, right? They're ugly. Like a hoodie. They're ugly. Basic. These are just basic, right? Oversized. Yeah. A hoodie is 240 Oh, at The Gap? Yeah. Long no. sleeve tee is 140. Cargo pants are 220, right? Jesus. So look at this photo here that this yeah. person posted. They are just literal oh, three. Oh, they're large, giant. They look like trash bags, but huge trash right? bags. But I think they're made out of vinyl. These yeah. ones to hold the amount of clothes. And so and they're they just like stuffed in there. Nothing. In there. Nothing's folded. Nothing at all. It's like how you find your clothes when you go traveling and you're living out of a suitcase. It looks like what you drop off at the Goodwill. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Um, somebody uh, said, yeah, it looks really fun digging through a giant pile of clothes. Laundry is so much fun. Like, okay, so we know Kanye, you know, 
has gone through episodes, right? He's talked about it. And there's a lot of Kanye over the years that has been considered genius. And there's a lot that you can, that you can chalk up to a lot of the behavior, especially the recent behavior where it's like erratic and nobody is backing what he's saying. So when you start sort of adding it all up, the questionable behavior compared to the sort of, you know, genius coherent behavior why are you listening to somebody when they say, I want all my clothes sold out of trash bags in the middle of your store? Like, is this, are you convincing yourself that this is the genius Kanye that really we haven't seen in when forever? But look, no, we're you're talking listening about it more. You're, it doesn't matter. Because like, would we talk about it if they were on hangers? Probably like, not. This to, to consider no, I think, this I think to be, you, you still would because he would have a weirdo way. Yeah. Of, or, sorry, not weirdo way. This is disrespectful. I apologize. Uh, an unconventional way. Sure. You could, that's a weirdo way. That's a weirdo way. Okay. To, okay. Of hanging them off of uh, I want to sell my stuff in. Of a hanger at a place like the Gap. Right. Yeah. If this wasn't Kanye and this was, if this was, uh, you know, some super high end, you know, retail store, they would get slaughtered for this. Oh, yeah. Slaughtered for Absolutely. this. Absolutely. Right. Uh, somebody said, I don't care for Kanye as a person, but I like what he's doing here. He's making big money making rich people oh, okay. buy clothes like poor people. Right. Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> right? That's exactly it. Right. Like, yeah. yeah, that's like all those stories you used to hear about those stores where there were, if there was a, I think it was like Abercrombie. I mean, they have their own problems, but, uh, but, but the, the, one of the things with Abercrombie years ago was that if, if clothes came into the retail stores, um, that had a flaw, like a misstitch or a button missing or whatever it was, mm-hmm. the the retail stores would pack everything up for it all to be incinerated. Jeez. And they got killed for that because the flawed clothes were not sort of donated down. Mm-hmm. And the reasoning behind it was, well, because they didn't want poor people wearing it, right? Wasn't there they other wanted, like, big wanted, companies? Uh, uh, like, yeah, there was a lot designers? of companies. There was a lot of Dolce companies. Gabbana, yeah, right? yeah. There, was, there was a lot of companies that did that, right? Because they, would, they, would they would incinerate it yeah. rather than sort of, you know, donate it or reuse it or whatever it was because it, it devalued their brand to, you know, have clothes fall into the wrong hands or wind up on wow. the wrong bodies. If you're looking for uh, any of this new Kanye Gap stuff, then just know that you're going to have to, like, literally dig through a garbage so bag to find... So do you have to pile know. everything on the floor outside of the bag? And if I find a small, I have to put everything back in the bag? Yeah, well, so- that's the other thing, too, is that that's a, that's a messy yeah. section in the store. And also, more small, small, please. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. So in a way to get people motivated to work out, because I guess the motivation is one of the main reasons why people don't go to the gym. Uh, there's a, a chain of fitness joints that I've launched what they call gymnosis. Which is what? Which is a session of hypnosis. So they're going to hypnotize you and then implant, I don't know what they do during messaging, messaging that, that says that you, you love the gym. Listen, listen to them explain it. This is gymnosis. <laughs> you are motivated. Get hypnotized into loving the gym only at Blink. Blink, the gym for everybody, even people who hate the gym. Oh my god! Is that, so is this the, real though? In the promo video, yeah. So they have, and I don't know if this is part of the actual gymnosis that you are going to go through, right? But these words flash up on the screen. Oh, motivational really? words. So like, realize you are strong. Flashes up and like animates, 
And then um, You Are Motivated is another animation that pops up. And then uh, You Love the Gym is another animation that pops up. So I don't know if this <laughs> is all part of this gym. brainwashing. Yeah. Well, so I, I mean, know. that's sort of what hypnosis is. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but they say each session lasts 30 to 45 minutes. Oh, and, my um, God. Yeah. No, I, I, I <laughs> know. Then you have to work out? And then, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Maury, yeah, but, Maury you literally, the hypnosis is you sitting in a chair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and like watching a television screen while somebody whispers in your ear that is not strenuous in any way. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, hey Mocha. Yeah. Are you ready? Uh-huh. Let's do the news. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. News break. Uh, yesterday, Scotland became the first country in the world to make period products free to anyone who needs them. You get a tampon and you get Yay! a tampon and you get a tampon. Uh, there we go. So uh, in 2020, the Scottish government unanimous, unanimously passed the Period Products Act. The law puts the responsibility on local authorities and educators to provide free period products in all public buildings, oh, awesome. schools, and universities. And uh, as of yesterday, the law is a officially in effect so good on you scotland how much are tampons how much is a box of tampons um is this tmi i don't use those i use pads okay how much is a box it depends on the brand like you can get like a whole set for like maybe 12 13 bucks that's a lot of money though yeah for something that you shouldn't have to pay for you know yeah like it's it's a lot and like if you think about it every every month you have to go get yourself these things and it's like liners like if you're like on your first day, if it's not too heavy, you get those so that you're not like uncomfortable all the time. So there's a lot of different things that you have to buy. So yeah. I rate Scotland. Yeah, that's a, that's a good yeah, move. Yeah, should be that way. Yes. Uh, da, 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 da. What's that? birthday. What's that? Madonna's birthday. Is, Is it Madonna's birthday today? Oh, let me guess. Yeah. Mocha, not on her birthday. <laughs> Don't do that on her birthday. Let me guess. Yeah, and, and be be like make it like a legitimate guess. Oh, okay? legit. Like a, like a like a legitimate. <laughs> Maury, Is she eighty three? She's forty. No, she's sixty six. 65? 64. 64 is. You don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> well, she looks so young. <laughs> really? Have you seen her uh, latest pictures on why, Instagram? She looks fierce. Why in the streets do they call her Medino? Nobody does that. <laughs> they call her Madge on the streets. I don't know what streets no. you're on. On the streets, they call her Medino. It's a well-known fact. Look it up. Where's what streets are you on? The streets. Oh, the streets. The okay, only. Okay, well, in the village, it's mad. It's mad. <laughs> anyway, happy birthday. Maury's so triggered, man. So, why did you even bring that up, Maury? You know you're so triggered, right man. Yeah, happy birthday, Medina. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Zoe Kravitz is opening up about how she responded to Will Smith's Oscar slap that night. Uh, she said that she uh, wishes she could have handled it differently. So what she posted, if you remember, from Oscar night, she wrote, uh, here's a picture of my dress at the award show where we are apparently assaulting people on stage, oh. uh, is what she captioned one of her um, photos on the red carpet. And then she put another one that says, and here's a picture of my dress uh, at the party after the award show where we are apparently screaming profanities and assaulting people on stage now. Um, and then the backlash like really came in fast because if you remember that night, there was a lot of people who were defending, a lot of even famous people defending um, Will, Will Smith. And so what she, she, and she eventually deleted both posts 
And she told the Wall Street Journal, quote, uh, that it's a scary time to have an opinion or to say the wrong thing or to make it controversial or to make controversial art or statements or thoughts or anything. She goes on to say it's mostly scary because art is about conversation. Uh, that should, in my opinion, always be the point. The Internet is the opposite of conversation. The Internet is people putting things out and not taking anything in. And with that said, she's got a brand new movie that she's been writing forever uh, coming out. And she's refusing to change the title of the movie. And the title of the Zoe Kravitz movie is um, P Island, like P word Island. Oh, the full word. The full word. Like, yeah, yeah. Really? The, the, the full the full word so, face. so p island was inspired by stories uh zoe kravitz had heard about powerful men inviting women to remote islands for hedonistic debauchery uh she said that the title came from that world um and the me too movement was the sort of seed to the story she said it represents this time in the world uh where we accept where we're ex- acceptable for where it was acceptable for a group of men to call a place that word p island mm-hmm. uh and the illusions that were out of that time now the movie stars uh actress uh, naomi aki as a los angeles cocktail waitress and channing tatum who is dating zoe kravis as a guy named slater king oh god okay who's a tech yeah. bro who invites uh, her down to his private island p island isn't wow. there a show on Netflix? the the other version on, on netflix the guy version right what's that called the f the- oh 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 f boy island yeah yeah no this is no but this is no, like this is, yeah, this yeah, yeah. is like like awful people doing awful things as opposed to everybody who's down there to hook up that show was dumb i didn't like that f boy island no it wasn't it was good terrible it wasn't good there is a show called p valley Oh, P Valley, really? Right yeah. What? Yes. What's that about? Well, similar word. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Is it the same word? All right. Similar, yep. the same. Sorry. Same. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Amy Schumer uh, is doing the opposite of taking a break from social media. Here is Amy explaining why she's diving in deeper. Hey, y'all! I've decided for my own mental health to do more social media. I find that looking at my phone for eight and a half hours a day is helping me. It's helping this pimple patch and this breakout. And being in my 40s, it's actually really good for me to watch all of Love Island and all of The Bachelors, whether in paradise or just normal mansions. So you'll be seeing a lot more of me on social media just for my physical and mental well-being. <laughs> Thank you so much, Jim. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, so things are maybe looking up at Pearson Airport in Toronto. Like world, this thing became famous over the over the summer because of the delays and just how what awful rank, things were. It was ranked as the the <sighs> worst airport in the entire in the world. Ent- yeah, you man, know how many airports there are in the world to be ranked last. World, yeah. Bruh. So they're also broke, right? So uh-huh. the Greater Toronto Airport Authority lost seven hundred million dollars in the first two years of the pandemic. Uh, in twenty twenty alone, they took took out $690 million in short-term loans. So they're looking to boost profits at the airport. By doing what? So the agency that runs the airport uh, has hired a lobbyist to explore the 
idea of bringing in incentives. Some of those incentives oh, yeah, is they're going to speak to the LCBO about expanding alcohol services at Pearson. Uh, in places like Munich, for example, they have their own sort of standalone beer gardens, like in the middle of the in the airport. Mm-hmm. They also want to talk to provincial regulators about um, bringing in retail cannabis. Oh, wow. Okay. And uh, the Ontario Lottery and Gaming Corporation about bringing in slot machines. Oh, just like in <laughs> Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> so, but here's my question with weed. You can sell weed. You can get a license to open up a weed shop anywhere, yeah. right? But how does that work? Like, because you can't bring it on the plane with you, can you? Or do you just treat free. it like duty-free? Yeah. But then you also have to bank on the fact that your destination. Yeah. You're allowed to bring weed into that country. Right. Or do they mean that you can smoke a joint in the beer That's garden? what I'm wondering. I'm wondering if, like, they open up. Oh, like a, a hookah lounge? Yeah. You can or have, like, you get a little Because really, with those delays, you know, you kind of want people to get a little high, right? Mm. Just go chill out, go in the lounge, buy some weed. Because otherwise, I don't understand what the point is with weed because. Yeah, it's tricky. It's tricky because, like, if you. If you sell weed at the airport, and or then, I don't or, know, or That's or so... is it where the departures come in because weed is legal here? You so on your way, oh the arrival, oh, sorry the arrival. So when you show up to Pearson, oh, you can go get maybe, you a little something, maybe to then maybe, smoke maybe, while you're here. Right? Yeah. That what if may, it's that? That may be what it is. Yeah, but I like Roz's idea. Get high before flying. Yeah. Right. Like that's really what you want. I went to. I've been to a couple of those airports in Germany. They're awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, I have not finished watching the uh, final season of Better Call Saul yet. No I, spoilers. I have not. I haven't even. I watched episode one, and I was like, "No, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to wait and wait until they're all there, and I'm going to watch it all in one okay, go." Because I don't. I don't enjoy waiting a week to week for yeah. something like Better Call Saul. I need I'm to watch that all in all in one. Also going to wait. Uh, but Bob Odenkirk took to social media to thank fans after the success of uh, Better Call Saul. The fans, thank you for watching. Thanks for giving us a chance because we came out of maybe a lot of people's most favorite show ever and we could have been hated for simply trying to do a show. Thank you for staying with us. Better Call Saul, story about a very unique guy, a little slow at times, but in the end, if you paid attention, it was about big, big things inside people. Thank you. Nice. Right? So yeah, good. So I'm looking forward to watching Man, that they did that season. show right. They did. I actually prefer Better Call Saul to Breaking Bad. Oh, really? I know it's a controversial statement. Wow. But uh, but I enjoy it more. I like the characters more. Yeah. In um in in Better Call Saul. People are upset at the Breaking Bad statues they put up for them. Why? Because the the par- politicians in that area say it, I guess it promotes meth. Oh, oh, in uh, in Albuquerque. In, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so where the yeah, show takes place. Yeah, yes. But cuz they're not are they cuz they're not statues of Bob Odenkirk. No, it's and statues of the characters. It's statu- it's statues oh, of, of, of um, uh, Walter White and Jesse Pinkman. And Jesse Pinkman, yeah. yeah. Oh. So, like, we build statues to, like, fictional meth dealers. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to New Mexico. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Stranger Things star uh, Joe Keery um, is done talking about his hair. What do you mean? I know. Aww. I don't like when people do this. 
I think that like if you, if that's your thing, that's your thing. Especially because Steve's hair was such an integral part of that show. Yeah. Like remember when you talked about the process with totally. like Dustin and all this stuff. Uh, so he said that uh, he's done with it. He goes. Uh, he goes. It's really ridiculous. It's not something I have control over. It's just internet fodder that's carried over and is now attached to me. I can't really knock it. I have a career, so I have to be like, who cares? I'll take it. But it's also not something I care about at all. Still, people seem to really care about and fixate on it. For whatever reason, it's so stupid, honestly. Sounds like he's upset. Right? (gasps) He's just, like, really annoyed now. And last year, he told GQ that he turned down an offer. I guess some company, some hair care brand, came to him asking him to be their spokesperson. And he he turned them down, and he said, "Uh, I think it would just be so lame for the majority of people. It would be a sellout (laughs) move, don't you think? Right? No, not at all. Yeah, man. No. Listen, if you got talk that, about your her, yeah, do the herbal essences commercial. Yes, get that Pantene <laughs> money, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, my dream. Thank my you. Dream. Yeah, right. Yes. You know. He's turning down Deepa's dream. I know. Deepa wants to be in a in a hair in a shampoo commercial so bad. I know. Maybe you should yeah. get a mullet. I'm Deepa. available. So. Oh, you, um, actually, you know what? I'll, I'll pass in the hair commercial if I have to get a mullet. Oh, I like wow. my long hair, so right. thank you for the suggestion. Cool. As somebody who's, who's had both Deepa, I much prefer mullet. <laughs> okay. You <laughs> should do saying. it then. Still not selling so her on just it. just saying. No. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. <laughs> Man, I love this mayor in Peterborough. So, well, so Diane Tyrion is the mayor of Peterborough and out in Peterborough over the weekend, like Peterborough's had some wild stuff going on lately. Um, but a bunch of like QAnon whack jobs who are uh, following this woman who calls herself the uh, queen of Canada, this woman named uh, Romana uh, Dudulo. So a bunch of these whack jobs went out there to uh, do citizens arrests on police. <laughs> right? Stop it. Yeah, no, because, they yeah, they went out there to to, to citizen arrest police For because what? I think because of the police's role in like the vaccine rollout or something. I don't know. What oh my god, people okay? still fighting about this? Uh, bro, listen, okay. So anyway, so No, everything is open. Everyone can go everywhere. No, but it's it's just it's it's how they handled it at the beginning, right? I don't think it's what they're doing now. Oh. So they went out to, to citizens arrest Yo, the go. they went out to citizens arrest the police, and of course they all got arrested. <laughs> right? Because <laughs> that's just what happened. <laughs> when you try and arrest a police yeah, officer, you get right? Yeah, tables turn on you <laughs> yeah. real quick. And, uh, and normally politicians in situations like this, you either, one, try and cool things down, you know, two, you, you, you say what you feel, but you can't use the words you actually want to use, mm-hmm. or two, or three, you say nothing, right? Because no good is going to come from it. So they kept asking Diane Tyrion, the mayor of Peterborough, um, what her feelings were when all these uh, QAnons showed up to arrest their police force. Uh-huh. And she goes, uh, people have been asking me to comment on the events of the past weekend in Peterborough. I hate giving airtime and spotlight to these imbeciles. So here's my comment. F off, you F wads. <laughs> Whoa. <Nice. laughs> yes. Best right. yeah, I would go, I'd move to Peterborough just to vote. <laughs> Isn't that great? Wow. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Um, the human population is set to cross which number? 
Maury by uh, November 2022. How far, how great human will population. the human population be, they say? Uh, we're about to cross this threshold by like, Do you November, want an exact number or just roughly? November 15th. Well, I'm, it's sort of the way that I've, I've set the question up is going to require an exact number. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah. But just okay. give me, like, just you can round it up or That's whatever. That's what yeah. okay. okay, go yeah. round up, round up. Round, round up. up. I'm going to say... Uh, two hundred million. Two hundred million, Maury. How many Maury, people live in? How many people live in America? <laughs> uh, America. Okay. Well, two hundred in, in Toronto. Like maybe f- two. Two hundred. What? Sorry, two, mil- two million people, people in Toronto. Yeah. Two million people in Toronto. Yes. <clears throat> and like five million in Vancouver. So five, five million in Vancouver. Six seven. Seven million. Yeah. Five yeah, people, right. please. Sorry. Yes. Five six seven million right there. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say how many people you asked me in America. I did. Yeah, and you've been um, doing Canada quite poorly. So maybe <laughs> you're, 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 my apologies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 50 million in the U.S., so 50. I'm sticking with 200 million. Okay, okay. So uh, the global population, they say, on November 15, 2022, will cross the 8 billion mark. No! Yeah. Uh, the latest projections by the U.N. suggest the world's population could grow around 8.5 bi- 8. billion by 2030, 9.7 billion by 2050. Uh, they say that we could get to wow. 10.4 billion during the 2080s <gasps> and stay there until 2021. Or sorry, two. How do you even say that number? What is it? What would you even say? Um, two thousand one hundred. What would you? What do we? Twenty one hundred. Twenty one hundred. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I guess is that what they're going to call that year, though? I got that right. Twenty one hundred. The year twenty one hundred. Yeah, uh, that, right. that sounds too far into the future. I'm glad I will be dead. Uh, and they say by uh, they say by twenty twenty three that India is actually expected to surpass China as the world's most populated country. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. With the lowest prices, the law. Where the lowest price is the law, Mocha. Was that byway? No, more. No, wait. Where the lowest price is the law. That wasn't like the original. Hold on. Uh, Where the lowest price is the law. Where the lowest price is the law. Uh, um, uh, uh, Honest Ed's. Incorrect. Bargain Bargain Herald's. Incorrect. Bargain Herald's. (laughs) I know, Bargain Herald's. Remember that? That's a great one, yeah. Hold on. Deepa's so it's so not, confused right now. It's it sounded, not Byway. Yeah, yeah I Deepa have has no idea what we're oh, talking yeah. about. Yeah. Dollar store. <laughs> no, incorrect. Like Dollarama. Shem. Zellers. Zellers. Is that what? Oh, Zellers. 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 Lowest prices price a lot. Zellers is hoping to make a comeback next year. Really? A de- <gasps> decade what? after uh, Zellers shut down all of its location, Hudson's Bay Company says Zellers will debut a new e-commerce website and then expand its brick-and-mortar footprint within selected Bay Department stores oh. in early Ooh. 2023. Because it wasn't uh, that long ago that they shut down the last Zellers, right? Yeah, but it had been It was in Etobicoke, sl- the last one. Yeah, it was a slow, long sort yeah. of death Do you know what else the Zellers Bay just brought bro. back I got an email on? What's that? Le Chateau. Did they really? So Le Chateau and Zellers oh, are yeah. back now. Get if you bring other pants, if you're bringing Zellers back, okay, <laughs> in the bay, you gotta one of those locations has to have a skillet. Okay, I was just say that so yes. I can go for you fries must. and gravy. Absolute must, right? You yep. have to. Zellers had these things called the skillet depot. Which was, do you know, do you remember the skillet? You don't know the skillet. It was a restaurant. No, the Zellers that was by my house, I don't think had the skillet. So, so. it was a diner, like mm-hmm. a cool diner inside Zellers where it was like 
like wow. smash burgers and fries and gravy and iceberg salad it's and wonderful. milkshakes, right? Ooh. It was wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> the Zeller skillet was incredible. So I'd, anyway. Yeah, I'd catch my mom on a good day, though. Oh, I don't oh, think you yeah. could have the because salad there if you're going to do the burger. Like, you no. could, you're not going to have a salad. And, no, because it had, like, Catalina dressing on it. Like, it was candy, <laughs> basically, right? Yeah, like, yeah. it might as well have been on a stick. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I the, always got the, you know, like. Because my mom would like purposely avoid going around the corner where the skillet was. Because I'd so always good. ask, right? Yeah. And get some fries and gravy. And I always got the standard, you know, whatever it was I asked for, we always had it at home. Oh, yeah, but that's not the same, though. Exactly. Did it make all the clothing smell nearby? Oh, uh, um, uh, no. No, 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 because that's what I remember uh, in the Zellers anyway that my mom worked at it, like our Zellers in Georgetown. Uh, the, um, the, the record section and poster section was right next to the skillet. Oh. So there wasn't any... Um, there wasn't any clothes around the uh, the skillet. And I think the place where you drop off film to get developed as well. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Deepa, go ahead. Do you, do you guys remember Stuff by Duff, Hillary Duff's clothing line that was exclusive to Zellers? Yeah, I think I was like or 45 guess... when that came out. <laughs> 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 do you remember? It'd be uh, great yeah. if it came back. But wasn't, it that, wasn't that based on like, wasn't, didn't, isn't that when she had that TV show? Wasn't it around that same time? Yeah, yeah, like she was doing Lizzie McGuire, and yeah. then she started her own line, Stuff by Duff. So yeah. Zellers used to have all of her, like, jewelry, clothing. So that's everything that I wore in elementary school was Stuff by Duff related. So if they brought that back, I would be so excited. You think they're going to bring Stuff by Duff head. back? <laughs> like, yeah. it was now, so I'm sure, nostalgic. I'm sure that's, I'm I'm sure sure that's not. Like, yeah. on their top five list of must-haves yeah. when yeah. they bring it back. People want Stuff by Duff. Might I want be. blacklight posters. <laughs> Roz, did you ever bring yeah. a date to the skillet? Yeah. Well, no, unless we don't need to talk about personal life, Maury. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my mom used to work at Zellers, and we used the skillet was like a super great treat. Uh, but yeah, the, the skillet at Zellers was the perfect place for a first date. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, the compact disc turns how old this year, Deepa? Compact, compact disc turns how old? Those are CDs, by the way, Deepa. CD? CDs. CD? Um, <laughs> how old are CDs? It is... I want to say like 30, 30 years, 30, 30 years, years 40 years is, oh, wow. the, is the CD. It's like oh, it's okay. birthday uh, wow. today. Uh, Billy Joel's 52nd Street was the, I guess, first released album on CD. That was uh, 1982. Um, even though the album came out in 1978 and then. By 1984, so, uh, sorry, 1980, by 1985, this is why, like, I'm still so overwhelmed with things like, I don't know, like iTunes, iTunes and, and, and stuff like this, okay? So, it's just called Apple Music now. Apple Music, is that what it's called? It's <laughs> yeah. not called iTunes? No. <laughs> yeah. Really? When did that change? <laughs> Forever Shut ago. up. Well. When did that happen? I thought those were two different things. Isn't it? Not I thought right. iTunes is where you buy it. Apple Music is where you listen to it. That's what I thought. It's yeah, one, it's sure one it. thing. Everything okay, is just one thing now. <laughs> okay. Maybe okay. I'm right. Okay, so here's, here's why I'm still blown away, okay? So in 1985, when I was like 11 going on 12 kind of thing, right? In 1985, the amount of CDs, like titles on compact disc in the world, mm -hmm. okay? Like your mass variety to choose from. Mm -hmm. So think of what an 11-year-old has access to now and what me as an 11-year-old had access to. So in 1985, when I was 11, in total, there were 
2,600 different compact discs that you could buy. <gasps> That's it? That's wow. it. And now 2, you have 000. millions available. <laughs> All of them! Every single thing that's ever been recorded ever All of in them. the history of All of them. And they everything. Were, and they were $25, and a CD player was a grand. Was a thousand, was a thousand, was a thousand dollars. Yeah, a CD player minimum eight hundred oh bucks gosh. for a CD player. A VCR back then, like if you wanted like a good VCR when they first came out, thousand bucks. Do you still have your VCR set up? No, no, no. Set up? No, no, I do. No, I don't. I don't need a VCR in my life because that means I'm going to go back through the archives and I don't need to see any of that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast going through this like twitter thread from grimes grimes um was with elon musk i don't think they're together currently Mm -mm. i think they have two they have two two kids didn't they i think they have two kids together i didn't know elon musk had like seven kids he's got a lot of kids yeah yeah um i thought his kids with grimes were like his first no 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 he's got like older kids Mm. yeah so she wrote two years ago on twitter grimes wrote um, two years ago, I made an appointment with a great plastic surgeon that I thought thought I might want to change things up by my mid-30s, but then I forgot and never thought about what I should do. Any face mods y'all think would look good on me? Mm-hmm. Elf ears isn't an option. That's a separate quest. Also, does anyone know a great, safe, reliable, um, any great, safe, reliable people who could do vampire teeth caps on me in Austin or L.A.? Also, a reputable elf ear modifiers in any of these cities still debating this surgery because cartilage doesn't heal, so it requires permanent stitches. Whoa. Then she goes on to say, P.S. Elf ears and vampire teeth? Yes. Okay. So elf ears, like she wants to, I guess, like they point cut, them at the top, point her ears up at the top. Yeah, like take some off the back and maybe add it to the top and like give herself these little elf ears, maybe okay. I guess, or t- or or shrink them so they're smaller and pointy. Hmm. And then she goes, "P.S. Sorry if it's weird to discuss this openly. It just seems unhealthy how everyone in the media hides body mods. Then people feel self conscious. I'm also less interested in conventional beauty. I will keep my nose, but more so, is there anything else that you would that would look sick?" Uh, and then she says, also, anyone done elf ear mods with a good outcome? I'm scared about ear cartilage having a hard time healing, especially as a musician. This surgery seems risky, uh, but I've waited it, wanted to do it my whole life. Curious about people's experiences. And then finally, Elon jumps in with, I guess, words of wisdom, but I don't even know if he helped. He said, the downside of elf ear surgery probably outweighs the upside. Now, oh, okay. If somebody you knew was contemplating elf ears, would you be as like rational as saying the downside of elf ears probably outweighs the upside? Yeah, no. no, of course not. So then her reply uh, was that uh, this sounds like a job for CRISPR because CRISPR is um, a sort of gene splicing technology thing. Goodness. And then she said that she was born in the, like in the wrong century or a few generations too soon, meaning that if she was born 100 years from now, she would able, able to take a pill and get herself elf ears or whatever the hell it is. Didn't she I'd, do something weird to her back? Didn't she do something to her spine? Oh, maybe. Years ago? I don't to understand. To make them stick out? And I, and I and get it. I know she got like the um, uh, tattoo 
inspired yeah. by like aliens or something right. like that. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never been in I've never been into that. I saw a mm-hmm. guy yesterday who uh was walking down the street and looked totally normal, like totally normal dude. But he I at one time I guess had like those big spacers in his ears. Oh. Right? Yeah, in the earlobe? But but the, but they weren't in there. So when they're just down and dangly oh. and floppy, <laughs> right? That makes, that, that makes me feel so weird. Right? Yeah. yeah. That, oh. yeah. There's somebody so on, on Canada's Drag Race that has that. And then when they're doing the, the drag part, they yeah. take the spacers out. Yeah. But do they just, they dangle, right? They dangle, so yeah. Gross. I, I know, it's super weird, I knew a right? guy that had the space oh. in it, the split in his tongue. Oh, like he gave himself a forked tongue? Like, like a lizard? Yeah, yeah. I'm sure yeah. Grimes had, like there's so many people that right. have done things to their yeah. body like that, that yes. extreme, where they split their tongue or they put the things uh, about, like um, on their forehead. But what doctor does that to, to somebody, make the, though? To make the bumps what like do- a lizard? Yeah, I don't know. What, what doctor does that? Like no who, idea. who would do that to another human being? No idea. Like lop somebody's ears off or whatever. I mean, and I even the spacers in the ears, but, I think that that's like unethical uh, to you do. You know, the spacers in the ears, you have to start with a small space. I know, and, and then, then you keep, keep getting big, you got to stretch it out over the years. You know, when I see, okay, this is so weird, okay? Yeah. When I see... The earlobe without the spacer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So first of all, it just makes yeah. you so uneasy. But you know, yeah. the thing that runs through my mind, Yeah. anytime I hear about it or I see them, yeah. I just feel, I get this urge right, <laughs> yeah. to take scissors. Oh, no. I just cut the bottom. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. That's even worse. Yeah. Like, I, just, I don't know why. It's just, that's the first thing that comes to my mind. I just want to, like, cut them off. You know, they never heal. No, they're never going to go back it's together. So oh, my God. Oh, my God. I, want, I wonder if you have them big enough where you could put your own hands through it and wear them like handcuffs. Like, get them get them to the wrist. Look at Shep screaming in there. Like, like handcuffs? Yeah, like, if you could. Or if you what if you what if you saw somebody on the street, right, yeah. or like on a bus or whatever in a movie theater, and they had the big giant holes with no like the, with no rings in them? What could you slide from behind your hands through them and like tickle their cheeks with like your hands through the? Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, no. like, like do something like that. Like you slide right through and just like tickle them. Oh, that's so gross. <laughs> oh, so gross. Okay, I got more news I got to do. I'm sorry okay. about that. Oh, that's it. Hey, ten, uh, Shem. She's a 10, but she's got um, big dangly spacers. Yeah, I'm all right. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so that's that's the breaking point. I love those things, man, when you see those. Oh, yeah. the, the, they're a 10. I like it when they do it with cats, too. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he's a 10, but he, you know, ate the fish or whatever, right? <laughs> 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 Threw up on my stomach, whatever it is. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, uh, Zach Efron's got a brand new movie coming out called The Greatest Beer Run Ever. Do you know this story? So it's Zach mm-hmm. Efron, uh, Bill Murray, and Russell. Crow. This is from a oh, true wow. story in like 1967 where uh, there was a, a neighborhood in sort of North Manhattan in New York where a bunch of the young kids went off and they were in Vietnam. And one of the guys who was a, uh, he was in the military but wasn't serving. He had done just stuff on ships before that. So he was still living in New York as all his buddies were going off to Vietnam mm-hmm. and they got uh, drunk one night and he decided they were like, oh my God, you know, it'd be a great idea to just bring all the boys, you know, a can of beer. And uh, so he did that. What? Yeah, he made a beer run from New York to Vietnam in 1967 during the war to bring the boys beer. Really? <laughs> yeah. So and that's listen, what this movie is? Yeah, listen to the trailer. I'd like to go over to Vietnam, track down all the boys in the neighborhood, and give them a beer. I could do that. Do what? Bring him beer. He's not serious. He's hammered. Look at him. The man's stone sober. That's his fifth beer, maybe. Tops. <laughs> I'm going to Vietnam, and I'm bringing him beer. <laughs> 
Smuggling beer into a war zone is not the smartest thing I've ever heard of. It's certainly not the worst either. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, dude. I am but it's a true story. And there's a bunch of, I think Paps Blue Ribbon or whatever, did a, they did a, a documentary, like a 15-minute documentary, where they reunited years later all the guys. That got uh, in a, yeah, yeah, it's a really, it's a great little documentary, but yeah. this, this movie looks really, really oh, fun. Sick. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, you want to hear the uh, director for New Moon, the Twilight movie New Moon, talk about why he turned down Taylor Swift because Taylor Swift wanted to be in the movie. Oh, and, for real? And, and he turned her down. Oh. Yeah, listen to this. I mean, the craziest one of all of those was was to hear that um, Taylor Swift was was a huge twihard, right? And, yeah. And actually, she, Taylor Swift and I had the same agent at the time, and, and he said, like, Taylor would like to be in this movie, not because of you, but because she's a twihard, <laughs> but she will, like, she will be, like, uh, a, a, you know, a someone at the cafeteria or the diner or whatever, but she just wants to be in this movie. And, like, the hardest thing for me was to be, like, the moment that Taylor, Taylor Swift, Swift like, walks onto the screen, like, for about five minutes, that nobody That's is it. going to be able to process anything. So, like... I, <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, and I, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I kick myself for it, too, because... Um, I was like, wow, I could have been like hanging out with Taylor Swift. Yeah. Or like, just like, does she want to be in the end credits? <laughs> After we've gotten right, through. Post-credit sequence. Um, <laughs> and, um, and so I, I sort of feel like, ah, uh, I had sort of cost myself a chance to hang out with to be Taylor Swift. With and she must have just been like, who is this jerk? Who, yeah, right. Like, are you, she's like, are no. you kidding me? But, I, but sometimes you make decisions and you think, like, this is for the best of, of the film. So I, that was uh, Chris White's. Could you imagine, though, being Taylor Swift? We're like, you're Taylor Swift, and you're like, listen, tell the guy who's directing this movie. I'm such a huge fan. I will do anything. I will play a high schooler in the cafeteria. I just want to be a part of this movie. And then they say no. I know. But Insane. I I kind of get it. Like, you don't want it to take the attention away from the actual movie, right? I get it. Like, I'm, Because then it becomes Taylor Swift is in the new Twilight movie. Right, but then you're also saying that it's that anybody who is super famous is incapable of starring in a movie. Sure. But I also think Twilight is one of those films like Hunger Games that have such a rabid fan base that yeah. their fans are going to watch it regardless. And you're just bringing in more fans yeah. uh, by having Taylor Swift in it. And quite frankly, there's probably a lot of crossover as well. Yeah, but she's been I... in other movies and it didn't hurt them. Like she was in Valentine's Day and it did just fine. Oh, that movie sucked. Oh, God. <laughs> Maury Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. Bring you it up love, Valentine's Day. Maury First loves of all, all those. Valentine's Day didn't do just fine. It didn't not to do just fine because you of love her. all of the, the Valentine's Day. What was the other one? New Year's Eve. Oh God, right? those movies. Oh, man, Valentine's Day. That, that may one. be. That may be. Yeah, I, and Taylor I still, Lautner was in that. I still think yeah, that. that I, I, I still think that that's the movie that killed Taylor Lautner's career. Really? Yep. Really? Yeah. That scene with Taylor Swift. I think that that decision to do that movie and that mm. scene with Taylor Swift is what killed his career. They were. If you remember, they were Taylor Lautner was supposed to be the next Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. He had a machine. Body. Behind him, he started working they, out. Bro? Like when he debuted uh, his new body, I think it was on the cover yeah. of GQ with his yeah. shirt open. I love abs. You know that he <laughs> yeah, was going to yeah, be. Yeah. He was supposed to be the next Tom Cruise, yeah. and I don't know what happened. I don't know Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. <laughs> I, there's, I don't know if there's it, any explanation it, for it because the hot football that, player. that movie was so atrocious. Yeah. Uh, no, I guess it's just because Taylor Swift was in it. Then. Yeah, would have just I, been fine. no, the movie I, was terrible. I, oh my god, that movie was so bad. Is that the one with Sandra? Was Sandra Bullock in that one too? 
I don't uh, think Julia Roberts. No, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Julia Roberts. Julia because, Roberts, yeah. Wait, was she, and she was like on the plane trying to, I don't know how I remember so much wow, about this movie. Man. I hated it. Wow. <laughs> Bro, I had to do the, I interviewed everybody for that movie. Did I did you? the junket oh, for no, that movie. Bradley Cooper's in it, and Hathaway's in it. Uh, yeah, it was the worst Is that the movie one with the gay football player? Spoiler alert. Remember he had wow, to come out? Wow, man. Spoiler. I don't even remember that. Yeah, of, uh, yeah, I don't know yeah why. exactly. You're so it's so wild. That's yeah, my favorite movie, guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, demand for vasectomies appears to have shot up dramatically in every part of the U.S. since the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade back in July, and people are sharing their experiences on TikTok. So what? TikTok videos with the hashtag vasectomy have been viewed more than 500 million times, and the hashtag snip snip hooray has been viewed more than 20 million times. Even Tinder mentions of vasectomies uh, in dating profiles surged this year by more than five times compared to last year and demand for vasectomies is skyrocketing there was a doctor i was just reading in uh, iowa who normally does about 40 to 50 vasectomies each month is now on track to do a hundred in july alone a texas-based doctor said uh we've had some people call in and say because of roe v wade they want to be more proactive or preventative meaning men and also he said that men without children are using vasectomies Vasectomies as a method of contraception. Oh, so vasectomies wow. are all the rage hmm. for people without kids as a way of uh, as a way of contraception. Because it can be reversed, right? It can, sure. Yeah, I guess. Sure. Uh, yeah. Happened to Michael Scott. Yeah. Oh, the that's office. right. Remember that's dinner party right. episode? Yeah. Snip, snap, snip, snap, snip, snap. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's right yeah i mean it's not a complicated procedure it's it's a very just reattach just, i mean no to have it done oh okay yeah, yeah i don't know what the procedure is like to reattach i would never go through that Duct i'm done tape. i'm done down there yeah right? yeah yeah once yeah don't if you go i'm fine you're going to cut it just don't glue back together yeah. right you know what i mean like yeah i'm fine leave the gorilla glue yeah. on the shelf <laughs> that's that's it i don't know how you i don't know how you piece that thing back together uh but just don't right so anyway so five just buy extra tube from home depot <laughs> 500 million times uh videos with the hashtag vasectomy have been viewed on tiktok the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, let's start with uh, Rachel Bilson. I didn't know that Rachel Bilson was dating Bill Hader. That's completely. It was like a COVID relationship. It was. Yeah. So Rachel Bilson no and uh, from the OC um, oh, and, and Bill Hader, they they hooked up. I guess it was 2019, and then they broke up like a year later. But um, she was doing uh, a podcast. Rachel Bilson was called Broad Ideas, and. Uh, they started talking about her relationship with Bill Hader and they were like, hey, well, you know, what are you going to miss the most? So here's Rachel Bilson talking about what she's going to miss the most about uh, Bill Hader. When you and Bill broke up, <laughs> what um, did you miss the most? His big <laughs> Oh my God! And <laughs> 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 you can keep that. <laughs> Whoa! So Ariana Grande was really the one that started this, right? When, with Pete Davidson, with BDE, right? Ariana Grande yeah. was was really was really the one that started that whole uh, that whole thing. And if you remember at the time, like Pete Davidson was like, "That's not it's not me, thank you," but no, right? But it does like that is now your rep forever. Yeah, like it's your it's your rep was, forever. So was she being? 
You think just like she's just kidding around? But that's just that's just a great thing is that it doesn't matter if she's just kidding around. Uh, yeah. Right? She just gave him the big the biggest call sign. Yeah, like it doesn't it doesn't matter if she's No, it does matter. Why because, does it matter? Because what if now somebody wants to see if she's right and then is like you were wrong. Well, that's that's what see that's what Pete Davidson had said is that uh, when Ariana Grande said that, you know, yeah, it was, you know, flattering, sure, but what she did was set him up for a lifetime of disappointment. Yeah. You right? live up to the of, expectation of, just, of disappointing other, you know, other people. So it could be that, but I jeez, man, that's a real like roundabout way to hurt somebody's feelings. Oh, big time. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right? Like how like, you can do that to me. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, well, if you texted her right away. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen a lot of Bill Hader because I, I used to. I watched that show Barry when it first came out, but then I stopped watching it. I sort of mm. lost interest in it. Um, I just miss him on SNL. He was so good on Saturday Night Live. Oh, Stefan. Oh, Stefan. <laughs> Stefan. The, the, the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, so they've released a list of um, baby names that people Google to see if they can name their baby that name. So huh? they've released a list of people who Google, quote, can I name my baby blank? Like Jesus? Can I name my baby blank? Uh, Jesus is on the list. I guess Jesus, you could say. Um, yeah. That's at number 12 on the list. But let me go through some of these names with you. Okay. Okay. Can I name my baby Zero? <laughs> oh, man. Okay? Yeah. Can I name my baby Saint? Yeah, Kim Kardashian and Kanye West certainly did. Um, can I name my baby Shrek? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why you got to be so mean? Can I name my baby Nirvana? Can I name my baby Love? Can I name my baby Lucifer? Oh, wow. Can I name my baby John Doe or Jane Doe? That's just mean. You can, I guess. Uh, can I name my baby Heaven? Can I name my baby God is on the list. Oh, wow. That's at number nine. So now we're into the top ten. What about Goat? Okay. Grace of all time, Goat. Uh, no, Goat is not on the list, but Eleven is. Can I name my baby Stranger Eleven? Things. Stranger yes, you can. Things. Uh, somebody Googled, can I name my baby Disney? Get <laughs> 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 um, Okay, this is... I'm going to come back. Remind me to come back to number six, okay? Because these are forward-thinking parents, okay? Okay, okay, okay. okay. So at number five is, can I name my baby Cinderella? Mm -hmm. At number four is, can I name my baby Batman? Yeah. (laughs) Okay? At number three is, can I name my baby Baby? Uh Uh-huh. Right? At number two is, can I name my baby Amen? (laughs) Yeah. Talk to him. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And uh, number one is, can I name my baby Apple? Of course, Gwyneth Paltrow and Chris Martin did. It's a very popular name in the UK. Go back to number six now. Okay, these are some forward-ass-thinking parents. Okay. Okay? Can I name my baby doctor? What? Like, doctor? Yes. Like spelled out that way? D-O-C-T-O-R, meaning that they're setting you up. So anytime, let's say you're 26 and you go in somewhere and somebody asks for, like, you Is know, there a doctor do- in the doc- house? Dr. Sherman. Oh, is there a doctor in the house? Right, yeah, Doctor yeah, right Maury would be Doc Doctor Sherman. Yeah. Right, he's always he's always he's gonna have a better life because he's gonna start telling people that like, what's your name, uh, Doctor Sherman. Uh-huh. Right, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like what a smooth move by parents yeah. thinking that. Uh, so I, I don't know, know I know a doctor. Yeah, whose last name is Doctor? No, you do Swear. not. Where you know a doctor? Doctor? Yes. Wasn't that a band? Yes, it was. It was. Was it? Yeah, yes. I think so. Yeah. No, her last name is Doctor. Her last name is Doctor. Is mm. it spelt the same? Yep. 
Oh, Matthew went to a foot doctor and it, and it was Dr. Foot. His last name was Foot. No, it wasn't. I swear to God. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, I got something for you. My dentist, yeah. no longer with us, his last name is Chewback. Dent- Dr. <laughs> Chewback, the dentist? Dr. Chewback, yeah. Come oh, on that. now, yeah. right? De- like Destin. It was no, Destin Ford. No, no. Dr. But, Foot? No, but your friend uh, whose last name is Doctor, who became a doctor, she had no other choice in life, right? Had to. You can't work in IT with the last name Doctor. No, you can't right? be a lawyer with the last no, name Doctor. No, no, no. That'd be awesome, though. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.